America, if your fucking cat gets in my backyard because you let that motherfucker out, and I catch that bitch in my backyard tearing up my trash, shitting in my plants, I promise you right now, I've got a high-powered pellet gun and a can of fucking tuna with his fucking name on it. If you got a problem with that... This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. Welcome to episode 31 with special guest Evan Browder from Carpet Cartel. There you go. So tell us a little bit of what you keep. Uh, Right now I'm just keeping green tree pythons. Uh... I do ha- I do keep carpets. I don't really have any at the moment, but I'm just kind of focused on my green trees and dude, just keeping green trees, man. Fucking awesome. Just- uh, go ahead and forewarn. If you got kids, there's gonna be a lot of language <laughs> in this video. I'm sorry, I cuss a lot. I don't mean to, but fuck it. Also, if you're on Instagram, we're kind of far away to try to fit all three of us. You can only see two right now, but. Joe, <laughs> just just go on YouTube. Yeah, go on it YouTube. Be a much better experience. YouTube right. is way better than Instagram, and Facebook's already fucking up because it sucks. That's all right, fuck it. But yeah, everyone on Instagram, go to YouTube. Okay. We're going. We're going. So, so Evan, what did you keep? Oh, oh go for. Are you no, the interviewer? No, I just had a question in my head. But you go. Oh, Barbara. Bar- who's Barbara? Barbara Walters. Walters. Oh. Holy shit. You go. You go. God, this already sucks. <laughs> We're both Barbara Walters. Okay, you go. You have so been. what did you keep before you had green cheers? Or what was your evolution of... That was my question, too. I feel like everyone has an evolution of... What for a while. I, I'd say for a long time, I just kept random shit. Like, I had coach whips. Uh, I even had some hots. I had Burmese pythons, king snakes. Uh, I had a green red-tailed rat snake. I had, shit, I can't even tell you, milk snakes. I've had pretty much everything. And then, when was it? I want to say 2007, a buddy of mine, Mitch, uh, said he found a boa on Craigslist and went to pick it up. So we drive out. Guy walks out with a carpet python. (laughs) And I was just instantly like, okay, cool. Like, I like that snake, you know, and he, you want to buy it? Hell yeah. I bought my first carpet for 40 bucks. But wait, he sold it as a boa? No, no, no. My buddy was going to pick up a boa uh, and bought a boa, but he came out with the jungle. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I, gotcha. I got my first carpet and oh, it fucking was over. From that point on, it was all carpets. That's all I could think about. Was it just a coastal? No, it was a jungle. Jungle type, you know. Yeah. I, I <laughs> what does that mean? I can't oh, say no, for sure. Yeah. Wait, the, what do you mean? The type is, there's so much mixing with jungles and coastals and coastals and everything and things like that but a lot of people think jungles and coastals are the same thing anyway i don't i fuck no but you know i'm I'm sure they are but i just i can't call them that a jungle just that black and that yellow i mean there's some sitting here nothing compares to that black and that yellow and i don't oh oh I just love them. Hey, Lily Pad. I think there's been less. Back in the day, there was less distinction of the different subspecies because they weren't. Not everything was um, divided yet. So, like bread lie and all that, they were still carpets, even though now they're full species. So, I don't think people. Plus, no one, not many people cared about carpets. So, I feel like they were like, if we mix them, whatever. Who cares? Deal. Like, 
this was a jungle. Yeah, I think there was, there was a, a I, I think there was a lot of mixing, and then you get guys who just started working locale specific, a lot like the green trees, where it's you just instead of just a green tree python, you actually have arus and marukis and you know biox, and you have all these different type of locales, and it's just like carpets. I mean, they're same basic family, and now people are just working with those pure species and it's oh, i feel it's like great. i hear about the locales less in jungles than i do in green trees i feel like in green trees it's very prominent like which you know one but i feel like when i hear about jungles it's like jungle and that's the you know that's the furthest i hear no, about you, it i mean lot. you hear you hear coastals ij well, coast, jungles right. uh inlands i mean all kinds of stuff and then you hear it was like a craze to where everybody started mixing jag, you know, your coastal jag, which was a morph into yeah, everything. The only morph. Yeah. yeah. And then they just okay. mixed it into everything. And now you've got people mixing, you know, brettle jungle diamond jags and all this other kind of stuff. It's not even morphs anymore. I mean, it's a little bit of morph sprinkled in with hybrids, basically. But it's, you know, it's what each to each their own. I don't knock none of it. Just. When? It's kind Sorry. of weird because, like, back in the day, green tree pythons, now there's a northern species and a southern species, so people never saw that as and, hybrids. And, I could, well, I guess you wouldn't call it a third. I was going to say Aussies because they're their own. You would you think know. they would be, right, if those if the other ones are broken down like that. Why wouldn't one on a totally different continent be just, a separate species? I, I wish we could have Aussies here. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably some floating around. Someone smuggled something I in. don't have any. <laughs> But I mean, that's I why mean, the low we have now. We have rough scales, you know, come on, a couple years back. What, there was 10, only five years of them ago. in yeah. Australia. And now there's they're everywhere. Which what are rough Aussies? Scales. I don't know what Aussies oh. are. What do you mean? It's a, it's a green tree python, oh. but they're at the, the northern tip of Australia. Okay. Do they look similar to all the other ones? Or? Oh, yeah. They're, they're green. But they only <laughs> produce yellow babies. There's no red. There's no red in them. They're actually called emerald tree boas. <laughs> or em- emerald, emerald tree pythons. <laughs> emerald tree pythons. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Some of y'all, some of y'all might know that joke. So. <laughs> um, so what is the attraction to Aussie green trees if they come out, if they all come out the same? What's the attraction? Because we can't have them. Because we can't have them, man. <laughs> you want you what want you can't have. You can't have. That's all it is. But I mean, I just I love chondros. Period. But blue line is what I want to work with most. Like, there's nothing more beautiful than that baby powder blue on that yeah. lime green. I mean, it's phenomenal. That's and, why I love oh green trees. Can you make any sense to the genetics on that? Like, I've heard grandparents look at the grandparents, and I've heard you know just look at the lineage. I don't in think you can. I, I don't think you can look at green trees the way you look at other snakes when it comes to the parents. I mean, some of the babies might get those traits, but within a clutch, there's so much individual coloration and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really know. Like, okay, on the wall here, you've got sickness produced by Bill. That snake is fucking crazy. <laughs> and then the rest of them, I mean, they were all badass, but if you put him next to some of his siblings... You're like, there's no way they came from the same really? place. No, and who are the parents? Yeah. Who are the parents of the sickness? Uh, is a Wamina female to his male Jaeger. No, I asked that, and, and I have no and idea Jaeger, what that means. Jaeger is the name. He's he's a uh, he's a designer, and okay. then it's a Wamina female. Were they? Which, both, can the you Wamina describe what they look like? Green. No, I mean, <laughs> well, how did two greens it's, make it's, the it's sickness? It's harder to it's harder to explain. I mean, if if you guys know, check out Bill at Phoenix Reptiles. 
and you can see sickness, you can see the parents, and shout out to Bill. That dude has helped me so much with, you know, chondros and where I am at and or where I'm at, where I'm at, and just asking questions and everything. He's been so helpful. And, you know, Ian Bissell, that dude's been freaking Ian amazing. Ian crazy with, you know, S&J Reptiles. S&J Reptiles. Crazy with the green Great breeze. dude. Hey, and y'all need to uh, get with him. He's doing Southeast Carpet Fest yeah. in Florida. And I think it's looking, I believe he said February. February 10th. February 10th. Whoa. Hit up Whoa. Ian. You got get that to Florida. Memory. I heard that. Before. So I'm going to try my damnedest to get We're out there. We're going to find a way to get there. Yeah. And also, if you're in Florida, we said this last episode, but if you're in Florida, he's looking actually for volunteers to help him out down there. You know, some people to set some shit up, bring some shit, and make sure people show up, essentially. But, um... Yeah, I mean, that would be super fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, Carpet Fest is a great there. time. You know, we, we do it here, and, of course, Northeast started it. Now it's, I think there's five of them okay. all over the United States. And I, I think one year, when I've got the money, I want to hit each one. Just one year, Oof. hit all of them, all five of them. Start a GoFundMe. Go, yeah, go, go fund me. <laughs> Carpet Fest Tour 2020. That's something I can get behind. Dude. Right. Do you think, random question, what is... Like, realistically, what is the most shows, like reptile shows, that a person can hit in a year and still handle their own, you know, handle their own sinks at home? <coughs> you mean like attending a show or yeah, bending, a, bending show? a show? I, I think that's everyone's personal balance, but I don't know. You, you probably, I, I would talk to like Ryan, Ryan Sullivan at yeah. Ivory Connection, he could tell you because he, I mean, he's hitting all those. Oh, that's like that's like the other day. Party foul with the beer over here. Melissa's folks. beer is spilling as we speak. <laughs> the floor's thirsty. <laughs> but I, I mean, he would know better because he he does the local shows and some of the out of town shows and you know the big show NARBC stuff like that. And then he's has his own personal collection at the same time that he has to maintain. Is it possible and, to hit like thirty shows in a year and still keep up with your own collection? I would think so. And I feel like this area, Texas, because all the Rapticons are here and all those Herp shows, I feel like this is a more dense area to have them. If you're in fucking maybe Maryland, you may be fucked. If you're in the Midwest, probably fucked. There may be like three shows you can go to. If you're here in Texas, dude, you can hit Alabama, Louisiana. You can hit all those easily. Texas, East Texas. Oklahoma. Let's say East If you're in El Paso, no. You're it's in El not Paso, then it's you not go to... <laughs> It's New not, Mexico you show, baby. No. <laughs> That's your only choice. But, like, yeah, if you're in East Texas, dude, all of them, even if you want to go all the way to Georgia, that's not even that much of a stretch. There's so many fucking shows around here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a ton of shows, man. I suggest people get out, go to go to all the shows. If you're looking for a specific animal. Especially in the beginning. The shows, like, man. You'll just learn shit. That, that too, and just I, I just want people to stay away from. Oh, I want this cool snake that I saw at Petco or PetSmart, and they buy yeah. this snake that's pretty shitty, not kept right, and they don't tell you how to take care of it properly. Or if they do tell you how to take care of it, <laughs> you see how well they take care of their animals. Uh -huh. These are the same people giving you advice on how to care how for to, it. <laughs> Come on. Like, yeah, and then like Thomas Jones, he said Central Florida has quite a bit, and like Florida well, doesn't Florida have everything. It's the mecca for reptiles. Florida so has everything. Florida, yeah, they've like, got wild Burmese pythons. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. You don't even have to go to a show. It does. It does suck to have them as an invasive species. I get it, 
But how fucking awesome is that? That you can walk out in your back fucking yard Meal. and Meal. go Meal. catch a fucking Burmese python, Cuban night anoles, fucking <laughs> everything. I mean, <laughs> everything. Y'all have everything. Yeah. Be, that's got to be a fun trip to go urban in Florida. Tegus and shit. There's no telling what the fuck and you're going to you catch. should definitely go to Southeast Carpet Fest. Yeah, if you're in Florida, Thomas. Cape Corral, but that's a little bit more south, Coral. I believe. Corral. I think that's how you're set. Cape Coral? Fuck. Cape, Cape Coral. Coral. Yeah. Corral's something you keep Corral. horses in. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's Cape Coral. It's actually like this saloon down in Florida. It's Cape Corral. But fucking... What was that? What do you think the most... I mean, I don't know if y'all would know this. Like, in Florida, what's the biggest species of snake out there? What do you mean biggest? Like, or most popular, like most kept or... Oh, I, I don't... Shit, I don't know. I mean, I think it just... It's probably... I hate to fucking say it, but it's probably ball pythons. I mean, they're yeah. fucking oh, everywhere. Oh, just because that's everywhere. Yeah, and you got okay. so many new people coming in, and people recommend ball pythons as the greatest starter snake when it's fucking not... But, you know, that's a whole nother oh, I conversation. Thought, I thought Florida would be, I don't know, separate from the rest of the U.S. Because they have so much, you know. There's they have a such a variety. Market, but it's still it's the still same ball shit, phone. different place. Everyone's <coughs> saying corn snake. Now, he's seen curly tails. What's a curly tail? Uh, I think it's a lizard, right? I wasn't sure if he was talking about, like, monkey tail skanks, or I'm not sure exactly. No, I think a curly tail, isn't it like, it's almost like an anole, I think? Or that, that may be like a... One of those terms that people use for different, like you may call a water moccasin, like a, a fucking jitterbug or some bullshit. <laughs> jitterbug? What the fuck? Down is here jitterbug? we call that damn thing a jitterbug. Oh, <laughs> Lily Pad lives in Florida too. Lily Pad, you should follow SNJ Reptiles and uh, go see Southeast Car. No, yes, what? Southeast yeah. Car. I keep forgetting it. the name. Southeast Carpet Fest coming next year. Yeah, check with SNJ Reptiles. You know, and Ian can fill everybody in. And all it is, it's a Big ass fucking barbecue of people that love snakes. You know, you don't even have to like snakes. It's called <laughs> Carpet Fest. It's not about carpets, and that that's one thing that I've seen a lot of people thinking. I don't, I don't own carpets, you know, so I don't want to go. Man, fuck that. It's not about. That's just the name because that's how it all started. It's just a passion for snakes. Period. I mean, you can keep earth snakes or garter snakes, and you can keep no snakes. You can not even like snakes and just want to learn and see how interesting it is because the people that keep snakes they're so the spectrum is crazy like you've got crazy hillbillies you got <laughs> doctors you got random teachers you i mean it's just it's all over the place of who keeps what and it's shit's fun i mean and i think there's a need for it because at reptile shows as great as there are there's only so much talking you can do like there's a million people. Almost like an adult. What are you doing? Are you looking up curly tails? Yeah, looked tails? up the curly tails. Looked up the curly cool tails. Yeah. Um, at reptile shows, as great as there are, and as I'm always going to support them and promote them, you can only talk so much. Like, we were at the <coughs> Repticon in Grapevine recently, and we were trying to film, and we could barely film because well, there was just so many people. Like, and yeah. so there's only so much you can do. But at things like Carpet Fest, that's where you can actually, like, sit down talk snakes like ask real when questions else can you have a beer with the biggest breeders in the yeah. world and, the and that, that, right. that is one it is one great thing because you're so personal because yeah. at, at a show they're I, I mean they're trying to make sales and so you, you can't just they're shoot busy. the shit with somebody when you got people lined up trying to buy a snake that yeah. it doesn't work like that so at the shows you know it's just 
a bunch of people hanging out. You know, you get personal time with some of the, the best known people in the industry that breed shit you may have never even thought of owning. You know, like I, the sickness. <laughs> you know, I was listening to NPR and it's like at one point they were they had an episode where they were talking about uh, white lips. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want one. I want one. See what I I'm want saying? One. And I mean, I want a white lip so bad. They're so. There, there's something I've seen a lot of, but I was never interested in owning one until I listened to this episode and you hear somebody else's passion for them. And then yeah, it's just shit, like they describe them and then yeah. you see pictures of them as they're uploading them in the chat. And you're like, damn, that snake is badass. And it's like, fuck, now I want a white lip. And it's like, and then, you're, the and then they're like, yeah, they spit up hairballs every once in a while. Then I'm like, fuck that. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, I'm like, what I don't care. This? I don't care I don't anything. Know. I want one. I want really? one. I never, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, apparently they can spit up hairballs, which from what I would think is maybe they just eat lizards in the wild straight up. Maybe they don't eat many mammals. They get too big to eat just You could lizards. think they'd have to subside on something, but I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know too much about them. They're badass, though. But yeah, but what it you see how many are reptile shows, and you see how many are of age to breed and stuff like that. Almost zero, and you see them at every reptile show because they're really um, popular (coughs) imports. So it's like I wonder what the disconnect is there. Either no one's happy. I think what I've seen is a lot of people. They're not that easy to breed. White I mean, lip? they're yeah, they're they're okay. pretty easy. I mean, I don't want to say easy. They're you can breed them. They're not, but Bolins, they're not. But... Yeah, they're not Bolins, but they're 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 relatively hard to breed. And and a lot of people that are going to breed them and take the time to do it, you know what I'm saying? They're they're going to have like a small, I guess, following to of people that are into that because some people want the cool snake, and then some people go after stuff to breed. It's kind of like chondros. A lot of people are like, oh, they're so hard to keep. And blah. I'm over here like, no, the fuck they're not. You know, <laughs> as long like, as you go hard and I, on that I hear one. that all the time, yeah. how hard they are. And I see these posts, you know, and these guys come in here and about how often they spray. And I'm just like, I hardly spray mine. Like, I hardly miss my green trees, you know. <laughs> but I, I might spray them once, maybe twice if they're in shed. I generally just tip the water bowl over and clean the water bowl and put in fresh water. And that's it. And I see people like, I need to spray this thing like two, three times a day. And I'm like, you're going to fucking drown it. It's not, you know, a water moxin. It's not a fucking sea snake. Like, quit fucking giving it all this water. But I I don't know. People tend to overcomplicate things. I I think they do. And I just, like I said, I keep them in a little box and I never have any issues. I run Ambien Mm -hmm. on my babies. And they're sitting at 81, 82. Everybody's eating fine. Everybody's shitting. I've had no prolapses. And I'm getting full sheds. So... I mean, what works for me? All you, may all you can do is say that works for me and move on and be yeah. like, "Well, that's just the proof is that my animals are still healthy and getting along fine." But Thomas said, "25 years ago, I knew a couple guys with jungle carpets, which is crazy." 25 years ago, I didn't think they're around. The first jungle carpets. If you're in Florida, that may be possible because someone put them in their underwear like <laughs> Tom, a couple Tom weeks Field. before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I don't. I don't a, know that dude, but yeah. I but need... it's like I feel like I. I mean, me personally, I judge the smuggling and everything. But we wouldn't have Back what in the we. Day, but man. we. They were doing it for we, the zoos. We wouldn't have what we had if it weren't for these people who that's true. did this crazy shit. Like that's they true. were fucking savages. I, mean, I think they, what I feel like now is you know there may be stuff we want and we can't have, and mm-hmm. I, I know some people might have some stuff and they're not going to talk about it or whatever, but. 
she's right. Like we we would not be where we are. People would not have the rough scales. People would not have a lot of shit yeah. if they're if, if people weren't you know smuggling things out of there. Now there's other ways to get stuff. You know they might they might trade stuff to other countries and then and from there come it comes here. here. But dude, but, they all had zoo paperwork when they were smuggling though. Like the zoos hired Hank Molt and Tom Crutchfield to get them really? these animals. The zoos were the ones who were getting How did they get around that? Smuggle. How did they... How did they I have it? the book that explains it all. Like, you need to read it because it's like, the zoos were a lot sketchier than you think they are now. There was no AZA, none of that shit. Everyone was trying to breed everything first. So it was like, we got this pair of... Even bearded dragons. I think Tom Crutchfield always said, like, none of the things I smuggled were rare. They were rare in the U.S., but not rare in the wild. So, like, I didn't affect the wild Wait, he smuggled bearded dragons? That seems yeah, so that's common. Old, that's so common. Right, it does now because Tom hopefully Crush not in his underwear. Like, <laughs> 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 they don't eat worms, do they? <laughs> but yeah, that's cra- I think his bearded dragons they're everywhere. I didn't never think. I didn't know someone they're ever smuggled them. They're everywhere because of him. That's crazy. Yeah, he smuggled them in. Where did they he, come from? Australia. So yeah, they're, really? they're an Australian species. They're you would agile. never know now. Just, I'm not they're, into lizards, man. You never just, know. I don't know we too are, much about we are them, so. But you'd never know they're an Australia species because they're everywhere. Like, rampant. Yeah. I know. Wow. I mean, it's just a perfect lizard to have in captivity, just like he brought over the iguanas. I mean, that's not a perfect lizard to have in captivity, but it was sold as that. But, you know, I mean, who's to say that it's wrong to bring over a bearded dragon that has no... It has no effect right. on the wild. There's plenty of them out there. He just brought over a couple and turned out to be one of the best pet lizards you could have in the hobby. So it's kind of a give and take. I mean, there's some bad with the good. Yeah. I'm not saying bring in Fiji iguanas and weird shit, like rare shit, but... What's that? What's the, the Tuatora? Is that the, how you the say Tuatera, that? yeah. Tuatera. Um, Thomas said, that's when I had... Wait, how do you pronounce it? The Alberts. D. Alberts, which is a white lips python. Wait. Um, it was five foot, and it was too much of a snake for me. Before that, I had a bull snake, and he's getting back into snakes again. Wait, what? I'm confused. A white lipped. I mean, D. I Alberts lip- is a different name for a white lip. Oh, just just something else to call. Is that someone's yeah. last name who found? Someone who probably yeah, named I think it, so. who described it. Okay. Lilypad said I had a bearded dragon and went to an actual reptile store. Even they didn't tell me the correct care for it. Is yeah, that hard? I feel like they're a... so common. How is it hard to tell the care for it? Because <laughs> a lot of these and a lot of these places are about money. I mean, you go to any they Petco, any PetSmart, and you'll you'll see so many complaints about, you know, their fish might look nice, their little mammals and birds might look nice, but you go to that reptile department, and mm-hmm. almost every store generally it's going to look like shit. And you got six snakes in there. You got ball pythons that are housed together, and you know, oh, let's just. Throw them all together. And they just then, gotta be alive long yeah. enough to sell, like long enough to sell. That's it. And the problem is, you see some of these people come in. I was like, I felt so bad. I wanted to rescue this poor yeah. snake. They Fuck that snake, it, bitch. Let the fucker die. I'm sorry. I know people. <laughs> I, I know you know. I might catch some shit for that, but let them fucking die. Because if you save this snake and you bought this snake, now you just gave them money to go get another to one go to take its place to, yeah. to be thing. miserable shit. Probably die. Let the fucking thing die. But wait, but die. the same thing, Evan. If it dies, they're going to do the same thing. Whether you buy it or it dies, they're going to do the same but thing. But if you're buying stuff and you're not selling it, it's not going to sell. Who's going to keep bringing in stuff that they're not selling? Okay, so, I mean, now if you get, go to a store, I've been to DFW Reptarium. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good store. They take care of their stuff. It's, it, there's some nice animals there. But we agree. You know, but it, at the end of the day, 
it's it's still a pet store. You know, if I want any animal, I'm not fixing to go to a pet store and buy it because you're paying pet double, store prices. Double. Would I go to the so show expensive. and buy what I need from a knowledgeable of, yeah, person? Yeah, from you know the same people that they're getting their animals from. I'm just cutting out the middleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Is bearded dragon care difficult? Like a beard? I don't know anything about. Uh, honestly, more difficult than a snake. I mean, you got to have lighting and all this shit. Once you get to lighting, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So it so that's why it's hard for pet stores to to tell the care because it's difficult. I, it's, it's just people don't take the time to research. It's okay. it's you know right along those same lines is, you know, green tree boa, and, and stuff like that. Green tree you know? boa. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, when you ask them, and, and you know, their their response is, "What's well, the same thing?" No, it's not the same thing. If you're gonna come on here and try to be knowledgeable and have people tune it into the shit you're gonna say, at least know the basic name of something and realize, yeah. you know, the basic name, not the scientific name, the basic fucking name. You know, should we give backstory on this? No. I don't know. I don't want to give. No, I'm no, gonna give no. short backstory. I'm not gonna out anyone. I'm not gonna out someone. I'm gonna give short. Someone on Instagram posted a picture of an emerald tree boa, and I commented on his account. All right, don't give the whole thing. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> we we went ahead and corrected the person that there's a difference between and a green tree, agree. a green tree python, and an emerald tree boa, and they didn't agree. That's into that. But Thomas said, I'm really lucky that the ones next to my house are pretty good Petco, PetSmart. But he understands they're not all. I've never heard a positive Petco story, so that's good. Like, I mean, I, I have heard positive, but again, I think there's breeders out there that deserve your money. Yeah. And their customer service is next to none. You go buy an animal. Let's say you go buy a ball python, you know, for $80 for a normal ball python from Petco. When you could have got it for probably five bucks, damn near free from some breeder yeah. who, you know, for a, just a normal ball. Even though you bought a normal, you can call him up probably two, three months, depending mm-hmm. on and who you're dealing questions. with. And they will help you. They will tell you, you know, what to do if it's not eating, if it's not, you know, whatever. A lot of these guys reach out and help you. Call Petco. Call Petco three months from now and say, hey, I bought this snake from you. What do I do with it? They're going to be like, the take it to the vet. I don't shit. know. You know, hey, come on down and buy another one. You know, eighty bucks a pop for a five dollar snake. So, oh, I don't know. I fuck pet stores. It's in- interesting. <laughs> Lily Pad said, like, just give me a care sheet. So, do, does pet stores not even give you a care sheet? They care- just let occasionally, people, but they let people but go how much home. Of that, how much of that info is legit? When yeah. you can get on a Facebook group, you get on Instagram and talk to people that are producing right. these and have produced them for years and ask questions. That's who I'm asking. Fuck a care sheet that but you But at least they should leave just something. They didn't I mean, give her anything. Who made the fucking How care you sheet? Get... You know, True. you don't know True. who made that shit. Could have been fucking Brian Barcheck. So, <laughs> oh, I mean. Brian. But that's funny because we bought, <laughs> we, bought we bought an annul from the from Petco the other day, and I feel like they gave you like 15 different pamphlets on a fucking annul. I thought we were trying to fucking. I mean, it was ridiculous. We family members border or something. We were just getting an annul to. You know, to kill and feed to she another. She was like, "Oh, look at how cute it is." I was like, "Don't this pull is... out my heartstrings! I'm about to feed this to my corn snake." Girl. <laughs> yeah. like, Get out of here with this. Um. Oh, but Lily Pat says she doesn't have that bearded dragon anymore. Um. Someone asked, "How many families of snakes are there?" I don't know what that oh, means. Oh shit! Like yeah, millions. Four thousand species, yeah. probably. Like, and then you start breaking it down into subspecies Six and families? stuff like that. Okay, wait. What is it? Kingdom. What? 
I'm trying to remember phylum. science. Kingdom phylum. I'm, no, I'm gonna I, sound I really look, stupid. I don't even fucking I'm know. Gonna I'm not really even gonna lie about it. I don't, <laughs> know. Trying to say, I don't know. I I, I know. Oh, that's a green tree. That's <laughs> There's a that carpet. thing we learned in school, like my something milk. Yeah, no. yeah they taught y'all that shit. They, they t- something they about like chocolate milk. She went to school in Louisiana. They taught her the alphabet, and then they Shut gave up. up. No, it was Kingdom Phylum family class. Gene, mm, let me not. Try. I mean, no, you um, family close. genus species. Okay, kingdom. I can, phylum, I can give you the last three just because that's what matters. In They're both smarter than me. Um. Oh my God, Thomas said he's in ten Facebook groups for reptiles. Yeah, I mean that's really where you get the knowledge. And ten, I mean to be honest, you, you, you think ten is a lot? That's really not. Okay. I see people where there's like there's fifty, sixty groups, things. and there's so many groups, and there's so many. There's a lot of dumb groups out there with a lot of newbies that run shit, and you're gonna get a lot of bad information. You you gotta you gotta know when you're getting fed bullshit information. If ten people are telling you don't do this, and this one person is like, no, do it because it worked for me, I probably wouldn't do it because ten people telling you no, don't do that probably means there's something wrong with doing that. You know, and, and I, I'm just all about getting an animal from someone who's very experienced and you trust and then asking them questions directly like if you don't have to ask a facebook group even like that's but for a situation that arises like oh i had a prolapse and i'm wondering if it's a green tree group all for some reason green tree people seem to be so fucking educated that i'm like let me put this out to the group like experienced breeders tell me Mm -hmm. what's going on and they'll tell you what's up but it's like out the people who are bullshit you need to be like because you've been around long enough to know who's who and like you know buddy bashemi you're gonna do whatever he says but fucking joe blow who has a chondro with stuck shed as his profile picture fuck that motherfucker. an emerald tree python yeah um, he has an <laughs> someone asked do all snakes work in tubs do they what do all snakes go like do they work in tubs can you put any snake in a tub no well, maybe. But all your I snakes mean, are in tubs. What are you talking about? Because I own certain snakes that work for me. <laughs> okay, so do not... All snakes don't I'm work in tubs? I'm not going to put a tentacle snake in the fucking tub. I don't know. There's always yes. exceptions to everything. No. So uh, not all yeah. of them? I, I think certain snakes... I'm big on bio setups and things like that. I think are badass. You know, I'm, I'm building... Uh, Dark frog vivariums now, and I just I love the way it looks. It looks good. The jungle set, and I know I granted I know some snakes don't do good in that kind of, you know you got to worry about bacteria and RIs and temperature, humidity, all this shit. Five times a week, and it's hard to clean up certain snakes. You know, in a box it's more contained. When you have species like crebos, indigos, things that are just paint the walls with shit. You don't want to put them in a living vivarium to where you're constantly having Cleaning to clean it. Because okay. that's a whole nother, you know, you're in there moving shit around. And All the time. Yeah. But some snakes, I think, I think do well in boxes. Some don't. You know, some need caging. Some, I don't, to each their own, really. If your snake is shitting fine, eating fine, yeah. shedding fine, and lives its life happy, whether it's in a shoebox or it's in a fucking elaborate setup, whatever makes as your snake As long as it's happy. working. Yeah. But is there some snakes that don't do well in vivariums and things like that? Um, well, like something like a corn snake moves around so much that it's just going to rip all those plants up. Okay, so it's not worth it. I, I know <laughs> BHB catches a lot of fucking flack <laughs> for <Oops>. their retakes <laughs> being in those the cages. Now, yeah. some of the stuff he has them in, 
I, I do feel like they're a little small. I don't like the guy. I think he's an asshole. You know, I think he's a fucking douchebag to the Wait, community. Wait, how do you really? But <laughs> I'm just saying. But some of the stuff he does is just, it deserves the criticism. And then sometimes I think it doesn't. It but doesn't. I, I, I feel personally like keeping a retic in a drawer setup is wrong. I think they need a little bit more space than you Like a vivarium? I agree. Not even a just a cage. Like, a, there, you see a lot of these cages, like JPM makes these six-foot cages. Boa Master makes these cages. I mean, all these different companies make these, these big six-foot cages, and it's enough room for them to curl up, move around. Granted, they do kind of curl up and stay in one fucking spot. But some of them, it's like they have no room. Like, it's just, like, it's like, a sock in a drawer. You got your sock drawer and it's just full of socks. And you, you pull it open and they're just right there. And that's what I feel like. It, like you pull this drawer open and your snake is just right there with nowhere yeah. to go. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know, man. Some of these snakes are just so fucking beautiful. I think they need to be out and be seen and not just shut away in a drawer somewhere. But It's the argument of like thriving or surviving. You can make a snake survive in almost anything as long as temperature... And, you know, you're giving it water and feeding it. But the fact is that, like, is a retic meant to be in a little fucking tub? It's a savannah monitor. He had a savannah monitor in a tub. Which is, like, anyone who keeps monitors knows that you're going to have that with, like, <coughs> lots of dirt to dig in. Bioactive setup. Very high temperature. Good. You know, he probably just had heat tape on the fucking bottom. But, I mean, this isn't a dig on him because I don't think he has it anymore. But, like... There's a much different setup required for a savannah monitor. That's a fucking creature of, like, this is a whole different creature, man, than having a snake, a corn snake. And I mean, it's, it's, it's not just him. I just use him because no, his yeah. exposure to people in the community it's is more, out there. Yeah. And you get a lot of these noob guys that come in here. And to them, Brian, they look at Brian Barcheck the way King. we grew up looking at Steve Irwin. And it's, you couldn't be, the two couldn't be further apart. And, you know, I don't want to just be down on the dude, but the dude deserves what he gets. And when you're doing dumb shit, the community's going to pretty much call you on it. But and do a, you also agree, like, the bigger you get, the more shit you're going to get? Shit, yeah. I, I agree with that because the bigger you are, which means you're producing more animals. So you've got more shit leaving, and you can't always... More stuff Snakes to go wrong. get fucking mites. It happens. But you got to not be producing shit and sitting it out the door knowing it's got fucking mites you know what I'm saying because that's just gonna like I don't know it's gonna come back on you and then you, it's you not can't fault shit someone for getting mites but you can fault them for selling, selling things with, with mites, mites. selling I mites that. I mean okay. someone, free. someone said have you ever been bit by a venomous snake have I no not yet <laughs> not yet well, well, are you expecting it to happen I, Evan I, I've dealt with venomous and I'm not like huge venomous keeper but I have had you know, a lot of the Texas stuff, your copperheads and rattlesnakes and cottonmouths. Fucking love copperheads. Uh, but it's just, it's to be expected. If you own a dog, at some point you get bit. If you own pythons, at sometimes you get bit. If I own chondros. At some point, I'm going to get tagged. If I'm going to keep hots, at some point, I'm going to get hit. And you can do everything right in the world, and one day, it's, it's just happen. not your fucking day, and... You're hit. Especially is there a when difference? you get into those big collections. Is there a difference between a venomous a bite from a venomous snake and a venomous lizard because i know we are at, yeah because i okay wait wait wait, wait. Uh, we're uh, at uh, <laughs> he woo, turned up on woo. that yeah okay we were at um what ivory connections house yep. and he had the 
beetle lizard? Is that what it's called? Beaded Mexican beetle lizard. Beaded lizard. And I learned that that was, you know, venomous. So I was wondering, like, what's the difference between a venomous bite from a lizard and a snake? Bro, I was holding that thing Bro. and it started turning Bro. around and I was like, oh no, man. I, like, was I don't know what scared. to do. I keep snakes. We throw it down and like put it back in its enclosure. It's a Can you throw down a lizard? Am I about to die? I mean, what is going I, I don't know as far as the bite, what the difference would be, how it would affect you. I, I have no idea. But I just, I expect at some point anything can bite you. And I think if you keep anything, you should expect to be bit. I agree. Yeah. Now, when it comes to being bit by non-venomous shit, personally, I hate getting bit. I just, I don't like it. And... I treat all my snakes like they're venomous. And I feel like just to, I, I avoid getting bit at all costs. And if you treat your chondros, your king snake, that things that won't hurt you like they're venomous, if you do get venomous, I think you're, you're a little bit in more. Mindset, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, I had gaboons and I see a lot of people, there was a post somebody did, docile. and it was coming out. No, I don't think they're docile. I think that's that's what you get lulled into thinking. Right, and they're right. gonna fuck your world up. <laughs> All but, it takes is one time. You can have the most, the nicest snake, the wrong thing at the wrong time, and you get careless. It's not gonna take that chance. I think man. you get too comfortable, and you get careless with things like because I've seen them referred to as the ball pythons of the right. venomous world. And when you Promising, say that kind right, of shit, yeah. you get a lot of new people that are like. Oh, ball pythons are pretty fucking easy. Well, I bet gaboons are pretty fucking easy if they're calling them ball pythons. Uh, people are fucking stupid, and that's how they fucking think, and it's it's scary. And so they'll go out there and get this fucking gaboon or any other venomous, and then you got some dumb fuck that's out here selling them the shit, and these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they're up here watching other people on Facebook, and, you know, there was a situation here recently about a dumbass here in Texas. The dude wants to fucking buy all these fucking venomous snakes, and they get fucking tagged, after everybody for months told him, don't fucking do this. He's you don't know what you're doing. On YouTube, and then right? he got fucking tagged. And it's just like, yeah. dude. And then he's like, oh, I learned my lesson. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I say two months, he's going to have more snakes. But that's none of my fucking business. He, lear he didn't learn his lesson. Like, he knew going into it what was going to happen. Just, I, I, think, I think people, especially new people that are just what so was his, cool. A sidewinder? Yeah, sidewinder. I think so, so many people are just so intent on having a cool-ass gaboon that they don't really think things through. Like, if that they snake hits amazing. you, they're, they're badass. But then you want to handle them. You want to do dumb shit, like get them out. And for what? Don't take get them out. You know, I would get mine out with a hook, with two hooks, set them down on the table, and from about 15 feet away, <laughs> with a good camera, take pictures. If you, go, if, you, if you look on my Instagram, at Carpet Cartel, if, <laughs> if you look on Instagram... And or Carpet Cartel on Facebook, you'll see pictures of my Gabby's that I had. All those pictures, I'm standing about 15 feet back, and they don't even move like that. But I'm not They're taking slow that as chance. Fuck, but fastest strike. Yeah, for sure. yeah, and I'm not taking that chance because yeah, I have a family, that. and if that shit bites me, that's not a rattlesnake, that's not a copperhead. I'm in serious trouble. That dude got so fucking lucky with all the shit he was taking for granted and playing with that it was the rattlesnake of all things, not that fucking right? yeah, not that fucking forest cobra. It was the sidewinder rattlesnake that if got it. If you're stupid enough to tail like a six inch fucking sidewinder, just fucking. He yeah. was no. It it was all wrapped around his hand and coming yeah, around and shit. He see. actually got bit putting it back in the cage. Yeah, but you shit. know, fucking retard. Get you know, it, I'm man. not y'all. Most people know who it is. If you don't, 
We're not trying to call people out. Personally, I feel like a lot of his dumb shit was for attention. So I'm not going to say the man's name. Of course it is. Why else would you do it? And he's like posting pictures and all happy that he got... I mean, I'm not going to say he's happy he got bit. But But you talk all that shit. And when that fucking doctor's bill comes in and you see all these vials of anti-venom that you had to get that you probably took away from somebody who's really really going to need it it. because Mm -hmm. you want to toy around with a dumbass snake and get bit, you're, you're fucking, man... Fucking retard. <laughs> uh, Lily, Lily Pam is talking about the like religious. Um, hey, them fucking idiots too, man. I wish Joel Olstein would do that and get fucking tagged. You fucking moron. Oh, oh, <laughs> Dude, that, that's another. And you see those kind of people. I, I watch National Geographic. It's like and some snakes of that stuff. must be so nice that they haven't killed them yet. I, like, I don't even understand it. And then there's, them. you know, I've heard people say, well, they cool them and keep them in the refrigerator so they can handle them. Well, they just don't. And stuff like that. These Wait, dudes, they these keep them in the refrigerator? Big. Well, that's what I heard. I don't know. No, I think they just kind of keep them room temperature, just like whatever. Still ballsy as fuck. Either way, they're hell, like. But. I saw that show on whatever it was on, but the guy was like, well, this uh, Aatrox hasn't you know, eaten for me yet and all this other stuff. And then like they had a big funeral for it cause it died. But it's like, yeah, because you weren't keeping it well, you were keeping it in a wooden box. Like, I don't know. Those guys uh, are, you know, no, yeah, God's know on my means. side. The snake won't bite me. So what does that mean when the snake bites your stupid ass? You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. See God, uh, bitch. Actual <laughs> gaming said, would you rather own a red tail boa or a, or a super dwarf retail. What is the BCC? I don't know what that all that means. Uh, boa constrictor. Boa constrictor. constrictor. There you go. Wait. Boa constrictor. What's, and predator is what's, gonna be B, the uh, what's uh, butts? Uh, so <laughs> BCC is going to be the like the pure boa constrictor, and then BCI is going to be a lot of your Colombians and shit like that. So BCCs are seen as they're usually bigger. They're usually okay. more desirable, and it's just BCI is going to be the one that you find in your pet store. I, me so personally, I have, she's not a super dwarf, but I have a golden child and she's 50% cellular or sea layer, however you say that. So she's got dwarf blood in her, but I always seem to, there's a lot of people and they, there seems to be this divide. There are people that like boas and pythons, but you're generally a boa lover or a python lover. And I'm, I fall in that category. I love pythons. I'm not a boa person. There's very few boas I would ever own. Uh, green tree boas I would keep. <laughs> emerald, we need to emerald, make a, emerald tree boas I would keep. We do not acknowledge that green tree boas I, are a real Amazon thing. This, Basin. These are, think, this uh, is a joke. Uh, Let I me think say. You're this is a joke. So this thing. is a joke. This is a complete joke. We acknowledge that green tree boas are not a real thing. Sorry. No, they're green so. and they're in the trees Sorry. and they're both. But I, I, I think uh, Brazilian rainbows are badass. And green anacondas. I, I think that's those three are the only thing I would ever try to mess with. Uh, maybe a rosy boa. I think they're kind of cool. I do like r- rosy blow, rosy blowers, <laughs> rosy boas. That's are a new like, one. <laughs> are like the colubrid of the boa world, and then the emeralds are like the green tree pythons' initiation into boas. I don't know what a rosy boa is. Explain a little bit. It aren't they? They're California based, and it's just a. It's like a desert boa. Think it's, of a Kenyan sand boa, pretty similar. Okay. Just terrestrial instead of always yeah. burying itself. Kenyan sand boas are kind of badass. There's yeah. that's some cool shit. I, I've had I those, like and when they hide and then they jump out of the out of the substrate and grab a mouse, dude. I'm hey that fucking movie Tremors. Some of y'all grew up watching <laughs> Tremors. 
<laughs> Kevin Bacon and shit. That fucking movie is awesome. And having this little snake that just jumps up out the dirt and grabs his fucking mouth. <laughs> hey, that shit is badass. It, and I couldn't help it. I always live fed my kids because it's so yeah. cool to watch the little mouse walk around and did, 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 not a care in the world. And, and just... out of fucking nowhere, wham! This motherfucking <laughs> sandbar just jumps out the turret and grabs his ass. That shit is fucking awesome. And my wife was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Did you see that shit?" And it's so fucking fast. Like, yeah, sandboas are okay. Yeah, I do like sandboas. They're pretty badass. But most most boas like your boa constrictors and. Your red tails and all that kind of shit, I'm not into. They're cool, yeah. but... What about you, babe? What? Super dwarf? So, either a red tail boa or a pure super dwarf retake. I would I would love both of those, but I mean, I don't know how dwarf works in retakes. There's so many people like, this is 50%, this is 75%. I don't fucking know. It's just, I wouldn't fuck with it just because I don't know shit. Well, I've heard, you know, Ryan from Ivory Connection works with boas. And he uh, works with uh, retakes. And he's told me, you know, so many of that dwarf stuff out there, those dwarfs still get pretty big. Yeah. There's a lot of, oh, it's it's 100% like a super mess, dwarf, man. and this snake is still 12 fucking feet long. That doesn't you sound know, like a dwarf. And like 60 pounds, like still eating rabbits. And I think in people's heads, they're thinking dwarf, they're thinking it's an adult at six feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's as big as it's going to get. Because when I first heard dwarf retics or dwarf vermies, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a short, small version of the big shit. And it's not exactly what it is. It's just a little bit smaller than the mainlands. It's like it's like chondros. Your yeah. biocs get fucking big. Like, I've seen some big-ass biocs because they're they're just big. But then some of your, your other shit, they don't get as big. They're, you know, your, your chondros are like three, four feet. And then you got this six-and-a-half-foot monster. You know, granted, most of them don't get that big. But certain certain ones seem to get bigger than others. I mean, you have those all those island boas who they eat like for like one month out of the year when birds are migrating, and then they don't eat again, so they're small as fuck. But it's like those are kind of dwarf boas, but that's kind of the same thing that goes into the retics. Some of the island localities that they say are dwarf, but they've been bred into each other, and I feel like, and also I heard that, um, like at Ryan's, I heard that the dwarfs are usually more aggressive, like. They're usually those subspecies are usually more aggressive and <coughs> assholes in I, comparison to the baby. That I don't know because mine, she's like I said, she's she's fifty percent dwarf blood. And she's so you don't she's, know. It's, she's a sweetheart except for when food is involved. She's a fucking asshole when it's time to eat. It's yeah. just she loves her fucking food, and if I don't give her something big enough to calm her fucking tits, then she's like <laughs> all over the fucking place. She's just as soon as you touch the cage or walk past her, she's up. Yeah. I mean, she's trying to eat shit. And if I open it, she's coming out at me. But it's like I was giving her small rats, and she's like, fuck you. Like, seriously, give me something. So I gave her a fucking jumbo. And it, it was a big meal for her. It took her about an hour to eat it. That bitch has been in the corner chilling. <laughs> you know, she's doing that, her thing. That's so. the thing about retics. You see them in the wild. They'll have these giant meals. And, like, I've seen your retic. And, like, to think that that ate a jumbo rat, I'm like, holy fuck. But then again, it's like, that's what they do in the wild. Yeah, that's I mean, and it's not, you know, let people, it's not pencil thin or anything like that. I mean, she's, nah. she's probably, I don't even, I'd say half a dollar or something. Uh, she's I'll bigger than that. I'm my olive, dude, and that's been here for like yeah. two years, maybe She's actually she's, she about She's about as round as your jungles, but she's nowhere, I don't know, she's, she's a thinner build. Yeah. But, you know. But they take down big fucking prey, and then. There's some of these species who hang out in caves and just take down shit ton of bats yeah. constantly. Bats but, and 
mammals that creep in there at night, all kinds of shit. So you can imagine how big their fucking food response is. Like anything that goes past their head, they're gonna try to snap. Like I said, she's she. I found, we came back from uh, San Antonio. Was it San Antonio? We came back from somewhere. I was with Ryan, and I opened the bin. And I'm so used to her being so cool when I open her bin that oh fuck yeah, Dr Pepper. <laughs> Oh, hopped up on Dr. Pepper. Uh, when I opened her bin, I just, you know, we're talking, I just pulled it out. And as soon as I pulled it out, she literally came over the top and she just barely hit my finger and I got out of there in time. And she, I mean, she grabbed it, the top of the bin, wrapped it up. And I'm like, damn, that feed response is crazy. Yeah. And it's when she's fed, she's fine. But when she's fucking hungry, you better watch your ass. And retics are, you know, I, I think they're a lot more mellow now because everybody's bred them. You don't have those F1 generations as much or those wild cots that are just crazy assholes. Because for a long time, people didn't want to fuck with retics because they're fucking nuts. <laughs> and, you know, they're just like this big ass snake and it's mean too. Like, mm-hmm. no. And now they're just so chill and relaxed. And, but they're still big. And and don't don't get me wrong. It's it's so fucked up because I don't even like retics, but I have a retic. <laughs> And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you didn't like them. I don't. You know? I just like Golden Childs, and I have one. And shout out to Ryan Sullivan at Ivory Connection. I appreciate this girl, and she's badass. And he just hatched out some badass shit. And I think there's a male in there with my name on Did he he Uh, come out of the egg? No, he's not. As far as I know, he's not out of the egg yet. But Evan, someone said they remind you of Ice Cube. (laughs) Ice Cube. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the police. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but really, fuck the police. Um, But Lilypad said, do snakes actually see in ultraviolet light like they show in documentaries? I don't think anyone knows. No, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Snake, do you see an ultraviolet light like in documentaries? He didn't answer. <laughs> I think it's, uh, they definitely sense heat. I don't know. Who the fuck knows, man? I think people try to put labels on shit before scientists don't actually know. They try to figure it out. I don't know, I don't man. Know. It's it's You see all these neat things where this is how the snake sees. And it's like, it looks like you're watching the movie Predator and shit. <laughs> I, you don't, I, I don't know how they know all that, but it's pretty interesting. But at the end of the day, I, you know, we used no to be told, knows. we were always told so snakes aren't smart and they have bad eyesight. I think both of those are bullshit. Some I think, I think, I think most snakes can see just fucking fine. And then if you're dealing with shit like retics and king cobras, I think are some of the, the smartest fucking snakes there are. And they're, they're eyesight oriented. I mean, they watch everything you do. And then they're smart. They're figuring shit out. And there's nothing scarier than a huge venomous snake or a huge non-venomous snake that is figuring out what the fuck you're doing. And that's some scary shit when you really stop and think about it because, you know, it's, I'm not saying he's out to get you or anything, but he's he's watching and learning your behavior. Yeah. Just like we watch and learn them, they watch and learn us. I'm looking at this olive python right here. This motherfucker, like, he will look you right in the eye and be like, you got food or nah, or what are we doing? Like, so many snakes are way smarter than what we give them credit for. And then there's a bunch of stupid fucking snakes. But, like chondros. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> chondros aren't stupid. They're just... They are just not interactive I, at I all. Think, I think, I uh... think... Sensitive. But I don't know how y'all judge smart and stupid. Like, but like they'll, I think, they'll follow you around. Like some of the carpets will follow. That doesn't is that a sign of I smart? Think it's, is following around smart? I, I think it's just certain things. I remember. I remember watching this. I don't remember if it was a documentary or what on this guy with king cobras, 
and they had this king cobra in this this man-made pit they built and it was like blue sheets and these sheets are like six feet tall and the guy is walking around on the outside and the cobra is on the inside and it's following him around you know it's sitting still but it's eyesight like it's following him and he can't even yeah. see the guy and i don't know if it could see the heat through the thing if it's just going by vibration but it you could tell that it got kind of relaxed like okay it's not a threat then when you see him, i mean there's just different things they were doing like they they know how am i trying to say this it, it's not that they know a threat well i guess they wouldn't know a threat but everything's gonna be a threat if it's bigger than you but they're just i don't know how to explain how they're smart you can like, definitely train to a certain degree of you know when something wants to eat what's going on like they know your behavior and you know their behavior so if they're gonna get fed this is what happens when I get fed. You know, this human feeds me, all that other shit. They pop right out when they're about to get fed. I've heard scrubs are like that. I've never had them. I wish I had, but I heard that they're like that. But then again, they're like, I'll bite your fucking face. Yeah, I've heard scrubs here. are just fucking Evil. vicious. I want them so bad. But then I see people like, they're not that they're bad, nice and they're so posting bad. theirs up, and it's not, you know. But they're just one of those kind of snakes that you, you don't, you know, if you don't take the time to work with, they're going to be fucking Satan in a box. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Someone asked, what's y'all's opinion on Burmese pythons in Florida? They're not supposed to be I think there. they're, I, yeah, I, they're not supposed to be there, but they're fucking there. But and I don't give a shit. Hell, like, you know, a lot of, they're hiring people in Florida to go out and they're, kill them. You know, never, like, snake's nature is to not be seen ever. Like, there's I, no way you're going to get Look, them. every year, it's like, there's this many, there's this many, and we go out there and have all these hunts, and they're still not getting them all. They're fucking in Florida. They're going to stay in Florida. There's not shit you can do. You know, I, I feel like if you're going to bitch and cry because this fucking python ate your fucking cat, keep your fucking cat in the house. You know, oh, it ate my little puppy. Well, then you shouldn't have had your dog outside because now they live there. And if it wasn't Burmese pythons trying to eat your shit, it's fucking alligators yeah. or bobcats or bears or all the other shit that they have out there that eats these things. But all of a sudden, it's just Burmese pythons that are eating everything. And I'm like, they're competing with like a million fucking gators. And there's versus... so many species yeah, like, down yeah. there that are invasive. It's retarded. Yeah, they're just but trying to use it's not, ju- yeah. it's and, not and just Burmese. I'm not saying that they're not... A it's problem, a problem but... you know, and I, I really want to know really what the problem is. Where are the real numbers on what they've done to the animal community? Like, what have they done to the mammals and stuff? Where are these real numbers? Not this bullshit. Well, that there the was that study. Up. There was that study where they pretty much released rabbits into exactly where Burmese pythons and were. They and they they're, like, they're like, all the rabbits were eaten by Burmese well, pythons. No shit. Well, that's, well, that's shocking. <laughs> So they were like, these Burmese are really taking down the rat, the rabbit population. But I mean, are you gonna go? It's just Fuck. like if I said kill all the invasive ants in Texas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Just like <laughs> Look, the snakes. They're, so you're right, saying yeah. it's not possible. To I think the to biggest. They've the, just gotten too much. They've they've gotten too much. There's too many Burmese. The only way to do it is if it got there's too, too cold many. for too long. I, I think that and that's happened. There's been freezes out there and they still thrive. It's it's they just they figure it out. They adapt. You know, they've been out there long enough now. That hurricane happened in, when was that? Like 2000. Hurricane Andrew, 96? They've been out there for 20-something years. Like, it is Mm -hmm. what it is. They're there. They're not going to go nowhere. You can't hunt them out. It's not going to happen. And I think the bigger issue is fucking cats. (laughs) 
What? I'm serious. No. Fucking what? It, cats, what? Cats kill more fucking of your native birds, lizards, and snakes than any of this shit. Really? And it, cats are a problem. And people Dude, are like, cats. let's treat them like are... they're not a problem because they're furry and they're cute. And keep your fucking cat inside. These if it gets killed outside, fucking it's animals, fucking fine. Man. I fucking hate cats. These creatures, you see them in your fucking house and they're stalking shit all the time. Oh, they're, they're killers. Fucking savage. And then they don't even eat it. They just kill they're it and bring it to you. They they're play fucking... with it. You know, Evan, our followers like you. I appreciate it. Our followers like that you have no filter. Oh, zero. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking zero. My mom is always like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you just never, you don't think before you speak, you speak and then think about it later. I'm like, yeah. Like, if you don't like me, blow me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, I told you this this show wasn't going to be for kids. (laughs) You know, I keep it 100. I try to. And, you know, if you like me, I love you. And, Respect me, I respect you. But if you treat people like shit, I'm gonna treat you like shit. <laughs> fuck you and. But these okay, these so cats, if, if they scratch anything, they so get infected. What human? Okay, but they can't go out killing cats. You know, oh, America would. Oh, whoa, what's the whoa, difference? What's whoa. the difference America in a cat? America would be so mad because they're cute and cuddly. Because they're cute and cuddly. America would be Australia so mad. You cannot go out and problem. kill cats. You can't. Cat. You can't hire people to kill cats. America. If your fucking cat gets in my backyard because you let that motherfucker out and I catch that bitch in my backyard tearing up my trash, shitting in my plants, I promise you right now, I've got a high-powered pellet gun and a can of fucking tuna with his fucking name on it. If you got a problem with that... Dude, damn leave right, a comment. And then I'm going to look at your comment and still tell you fuck you. Fuck a cat. Dude, Dude I, I can't wait. wait. There's like but little... it's never going to happen What'd in America. What'd you say? Eat a cat? They, she, she said, said in they, my country we eat cat. Oh, I she think said she's JK, from like JK. the Philippines. I eat cat too, but ew, gross, <laughs> gross, 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 gross. Hey, gross. But that's true. It's never, it's never gonna work. It's never gonna work in America. In America, no one is gonna get past the right. But you cuddly. should keep your animals inside at all times, especially if it's a fucking so, killing so machine. So if you're gonna kill them, though, why do you need to advertise it? I agree. With I mean, that. I'm talking that shit. But I'm, I'm being dead honest. If I catch your fucking cat in my backyard and your cat's doing whatever the fuck, I'm, I'm probably going to shoot it. Fuck it. And I'm not going to go Why on Facebook cat and post up. a bunch of fucking pictures and be no. like, I shot your cat because I'm pissed off because you post pictures of killing snakes. They do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. All these pictures mm-hmm. where some dumbass redneck done killed this snake and post pictures, nothing ever happens. But yeah, you kill a cat. And it's illegal. So and they're going to pissed off. Season, yeah. So you can't just kill animals. And randomly. cats are invasive. I feel like kill them. You're killing berms. You're killing, you're killing hogs. All this shit, kill a cat. They're a domestic animal that's never domesticated because they'll always hunt no matter what you do. So if humans can't do anything about the berm problem in Florida, like what do you think they should do? Florida is a wasteland. They should just leave it be? It's misfit misfit toys, dude. Yeah, literally. But they should just leave it be? Like it's only going to get worse. Like if they can't, what should should they do about the berms in Florida? Like what's the answer? I don't think there is an answer. I mean, I think each it's year hard. you can only go out and cull so many, but they're going to keep producing. And then what about and the then Argentine tegu? What about iguanas? But here, about... here's my thing is I think once at a certain age and certain size, they're still on the food chain. You know what I'm saying? There's animals that still eat them. Gators are eating big ones. 12 feet, they're eating them. You know, other animals, the, the pumas and stuff and the bears probably, all that shit. Have they done the research on those animals and if they're eating these pythons? Because the weather is going to stop some of it. The hunters are going to stop some of it. The predators are going to stop some of it. And they're only going to go so far before they hit weather that they can't adapt to. 
pythons it's a python you know what i'm saying it's, it's a tropical spread species anywhere other than and they're, they're gonna hype you up oh my god it's gonna come out of florida it's gonna be in georgia it's gonna yeah. be that shit gets all too cold to, for, and then the u.s know? will be underwater if they're ever able to survive you know like they had usgs said that they would be able to survive in pennsylvania via global warming in 50 years or something Bitch, if it's that warm, if it's 80 degrees all year in fucking Maryland... More stuff is going to have motherfucker, issues. Motherfucker, the ice caps will be... There'll be no fucking There's going to be anyway. way more issues. But, so, you, so y'all are saying just let nature handle it. Don't... Humans There's can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. But the thing just is, like... Just let nature handle if, it. If the Everglades is such a fucking sacred place for everything, then why is sugar mills there? Why do they have all these business interests in the... Oil companies. In the, <clears throat> in the <throat> Everglades. Why are you selling out the Everglades if you're so fucking concerned? Okay, wait. Pause, fucking pause, bullshit. pause. They're just Instagram's about to end. Bullshit. There's only two people watching on Instagram, but if you're on Instagram, come to YouTube or Facebook, Port City Pythons, buy Instagram. It's about to end. Yeah, okay, and like Lily Pat said, humans are an invasive species. Uh, I, 100%. We fuck up We're more this planet than any animal ever. Yeah. We move into their habitat, and then we freak out when they attack something or animals or bite us. There's and a bear in my off. backyard. Yeah, you're in the oh, fucking And lately, what have they been talking about? Huh? They've been talking about the fucking great whites, and then you got this fuck off mayor or whoever he was i don't remember what he was but he's like well let's go call the great whites because we want to swim in the ocean even though it's their home the ocean's them. not for what? you bitch a great white like they're not they're they're <laughs> it's a great white what the fuck are you talking about just kill it so you can have your way and i fucking hate people like i i i love my fucking snakes and i, I love my friends and shit but some of these fucking people are just fucking retarded and it's yeah. like i almost wish there would be some kind of I don't want to say natural disaster, but I mean, there needs to be like yeah. a purge. Like the movie Purge needs to happen. And let's start with these politicians, these fucking oil companies, these fucking all that kind of shit. Not to get all crazy, but those are the people that are fucking this planet off. Greed is killing Great. this shit. Not Burmese pythons, you know? There's Everyone's looking for a distraction to take away from the actual facts to where it's just humans fucking shit. Your dog just uh, farted. Oh, wait, did <laughs> Wait, did it right? I don't know. JC, did you fart? That was funny. Did you fart? No, you didn't. Girl, you gotta go. JC, you gotta go. But yeah, I mean, to each their own. I don't know. I just, I love snakes and I, I understand the calling of the pythons. But I think what's dumb to me is what are, what are they doing with them? I think everything's got to be equal. equal. No, I mean, what are they, what are they doing with, with them? The they, they, I don't think they're doing anything. I think they, they kill them, and then they probably burn them. Well, they say they're going to give them to research, in quotes. And Fuck research. You can eat fucking snake. We've got hungry people in other countries. we got hungry people fucking here. That's what uh, I'm saying. I don't mind we use the skin. Use Let's the use all that everything. shit. I mean, you might as well make a positive out of it. If you're not going to release them to people to, to keep or whatever, do something with them. Not just burn them up, but, you know, whatever. People. Yeah. People. I'm just... See, how long before nature... You know, y'all are talking about warming up and how long before nature handles this situation? I ain't no Scientologist. Oh, I don't Lord. Know. Stop. No, really, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You look at different different things that go on and it's like, I'm very sure that's not the first breeding facility to be hit by a hurricane, especially if you live in Florida. I mean, look, it's at happening. we got a hurricane that's fixing to come up now. How many breeders are out there now? Yeah. So, I mean, if it hits and then you got more stuff loose. Every big breed is You know, and it, I think shit happens. Like, that's just the way I feel. Shit happens. And I don't think you, once it's happened, I don't think there's a way you can go back and try to 
kill everything to fix order. Because I, I think the biggest threat to this planet is not fucking pythons on the Everglades. It's people. Mm-hmm. We are fucking more shit up than any snake will. And if we're not going to fix the shit we're doing, what the fuck does it matter what a snake is doing in the Everglades? I mean, you're cutting down so much of the Amazon and people are like, well, but we need this, we need this. Motherfucker, we need oxygen. That's yeah. what the fuck we need. Oxygen. Oxygen, people. You're cutting down these trees and it's like you start getting into the whole hemp aspect. Oh, we could use this instead to make the same paper instead of cutting down the trees and this, this, and this and the medication and, you know, not to get all into that, but we need the fucking Amazon. Like, we need it and y'all are just cutting it down and so you can make whatever the fuck and, but then you're worried about pythons over here. You're not worried about cats killing off everything. But just that fear thing about snakes, it's, you know, fucking blame everything on the snakes. You well, know? as Americans, we fear the unknown. Like, somehow, as Americans, we're bred to fear that. And snakes, even though, you know, people have been keeping them since, what, you told me, like, the 70s? Or you've told, we've talked about that. I mean, people have been keeping them for a long for a time, but, but they've only been prevalent in the 70s. So, right. It's only been like 40 years. And even though it's been 40 years, that's still an unknown. Like, as Americans as a whole, like, don't know about keeping snakes. So, unfortunately, until it's, like, very widespread, it's going to continue to be an unknown. And Americans are going to continue to fear it. I think people are just going... They fear anything they don't understand, period. Right. Whether it's snakes or whatever. They're just naturally scared of their own shadows. You know, and I, it's a lot of fear is learned anyway. It's not like yeah. we're born and we're scared of snakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have a one-and-a-half-year-old, and she's in there, and all she does is... You know, there's no fear it's there. Taught. It's taught. Now, if I taught. teach her to be scared of them, she'd be scared of them. You know, I'm not going to... I would, of course, never teach her that, because, God, I got snakes, so why would I? You got to be... There's a healthy level of fear, but also there's a level of respect that everyone can have. Right. And whether or not you fear it. If exactly. You and right now, you know, she's at that age right now that I don't have anything venomous. I got rid of everything venomous when we found out my wife was pregnant. So there's nothing in the house that would hurt her. You know what I'm saying? So she can go in the room and she looks around and stuff. I won't put anything in her hands, but I teach her all about it. I have, you know, when she's older, that's when the, the this is dangerous, it's venomous, and that kind of, so she'd understand. She wouldn't understand no. a rattlesnake from a ball python right now. So why would I even try to teach that? But I, I think everybody needs to take the time and learn themselves, educate themselves, then try to teach somebody. If you just learn a little bit of education, you know, it, it goes a long way. When you see all these people out here killing these venomous snakes and they always got these stupid-ass excuses on why they killed it, and those are the idiots that get bit. Like, ah, it could bit me, so I'm going to kill it. Then you get bit. You fucking idiot. Like, if, if you'd you have left it alone, it. you nothing would have yeah. happened. And then you get bit, and then it really hurts you. When you don't die, you go in the hospital and get that fucking doctor bill, and that thing is $150,000, $200,000. $2,500 a vial yes. for some crow fab. If you Fuck. knew how much that would cost you before you decide to kill that snake, you wouldn't kill that fucking Just snake. Just fucking leave it alone. You would be like, if I kill this motherfucker and it bites me, uh, it's going to put me in debt. I have to remortgage <laughs> you know? my house. Yeah, right? like, use your brain, so. I have a question. It might be dumb, but, okay, I see a lot on YouTube and Instagram and so that say, like, oh, I made my snake, like, docile. Like, I made my snake, yada, yada. Do you think it's possible that eventually we will make ball pythons more active? Like, after handling... Because 
Well, oh. I'm still stuck on the docile part. I don't know if you can take. I mean, I I down. disagree with that. I I don't know, but a lot of people <coughs> are so strong, you know, strong in the fact that they made their snake day docile. So I'm like, okay, if you think you can make your snake docile, I, I, I think, can you make I your think, snake more active? I think is active it active is. I I look at them. Most people go in their snake rooms during the day and they're looking at ball pythons. And they're not doing shit, and they're like, they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Walking there at night, my fucking ball pythons all over the place at night. Okay. During the day, she she generally, unless she's hungry, she generally just sits in a corner. She doesn't do too much. My green tree pythons probably do a lot less than my ball pythons. Definitely. And definitely. then ball pythons get a bad rap for, for being rocks, pet rocks, and they don't do shit. And I'm like, they are pretty fucking active. They're really? More active I've than never my green trees. seen an active ball python. Oh, yeah. At night? Okay. At, I mean, she's pretty active. Like, if you go in there right now, she's probably, I guarantee she's probably moving around right now. She's just an active snake. But if people are like, oh, they're... Well, one, you got to look at what you're feeding it, how often you're feeding it, and then two, you know, some snakes just that's their nature. They 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 hide out in burrows and they come out at night and eat their food and they go back yeah. in their burrow and they digest. That's what they do. You're trying to change a snake from what it naturally does to fit what you want for what? Just enjoy the snake for what it is. It's a snake that doesn't too, do too much. Because if you go get a snake that's just all over the fucking place, every time you get it out, you're going to be like, man, fuck, I wish this snake would sit still. Mm-hmm. I can't even take a picture of it because it keeps yeah. fucking moving. Right. Then you complain about a ball python that you can take is a million fucking pictures exactly. of because it's just going to sit there. I don't know. Do you Some think people, people can actually make their snakes stop? Like, do you think humans really have an effect on the temperament of snakes? Yeah, I, I think if you handle them enough and they get used to you, but I think it's also a personality thing where some snakes are going to be like, leave me the fuck alone. My pine snake will never be docile. No matter how much you handle it. And I, I think they get to a point it where... It would be a detriment to it, I believe. <laughs> and I think aggressive snakes, if if you like... What I've always seen with a defensive, aggressive, however you want to say it, that certain snakes, they turn out to be better breeders. And they breeders, eat good. They eat they, good they, and they're, <laughs> they're better, you know, they produce better. Yeah. Because they're just, they're almost you know, natural, like leave me the fuck alone. So I don't know. And it's, it's like, I posted a question about green trees. I don't understand why so many people want to take their green tree and hold it. Like it's a ball Python or course and constantly hold it. And how do I tame it down? I have ones I can handle. I just don't. It's I don't a put snake my hands on that's it. good enough to just look. Yeah, it's just exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful snake that just leave it the fuck alone. Let it sit up on its perch and be fucking pretty. Take lots of pictures and, that's it. It's the best thing to take pictures of. It barely moves. But I mean, I feel like if it's an emergency, let's say shed, you got to get it out. Certain things you have yeah. to put your hands on it. I get it. And you're but hoping just, that it may yeah, be just to hold it, just to hold it. I don't. I don't agree. I don't think people should. But that's and I think just it's, me. it's on a perch already. There's no reason to put hands on unless you really want to. Some people just want to be that. that right. Oh look, I can handle my pretty green tree. Yay! But I mean, like we were talking about, I don't. I don't feed my green tree until it starts moving around at night so your green tree will be mostly doing nothing and then give it like a week and a half two weeks and then it will start hunting at night and then to me when i open that tub and it's like i'm about to fuck you up i'm like okay now it's time to feed it and that's (coughs) how i go about feeding mine you know what i what i have thought about doing is in my snake room probably get like a bunch of crepe myrtle or or uh driftwood and actually I don't want to say a jungle gym. I don't know how to say it, but have like the, the wall in the room and just put the shit on the wall, screw it into the wall, whatever. And almost just like a, like an exercise rack. And then I just can take them out and put them and just let them crawl and do whatever the fuck they want to do without me putting my hands on it. And it's just something new. Cause I mean, they do explore. If you, if you go in their cages and you change their stuff up, 
no matter how lazy your snake is, he's going to check out the new environment because it's new. So he's going to check it out. New plants, new whatever, new purchase. He's going to check everything out. Move the water bowl over to a different side. He's going to check it out. So I think if you take him out and you do put him on something like that, let him exercise, I think they'll do great. I don't think you have to put your hands on them, but some people want to hold every snake they have. Some people even want to hold venomous snakes. Like, they just want to hold it. And I don't get the thrill of, you know, if I want something I can hold, I'll get a king snake, you know, something like that. I just I just always um, separate that in my mind as for, like, okay, this snake's for holding. This snake is because I love this snake that it exists in the world. Like, I'm glad that pine snakes exist. I don't need but to hold But we're not touching them. it. We're yeah, not like, touching it. I can appreciate it without having to go hands-on. That's why I hate zoos, though. I always want to touch shit. It'll be like a mandarin rat snake, and I'm like, come on, let me hold that bitch. That's, it's once again goes back to because we can't. You know, yeah. and now you feel you want to. You go to the zoo, it's like, I want to touch the giraffes or I mean yeah. I mean some places you can but most places they have certain animals you can't touch but you always want to you know and it's just because they tell you you can't and so it's like you naturally want to because you're being told you can't yeah so I don't know um Thomas asked what's your thoughts on the guy that received two citations for not having snakes on a leash I don't know what Wait, that what what I don't know anything about that you sound what, like some fucking idiot outside walking in snakes trying to get attention? I mean, that's to me is more negative attention. I I don't take my snakes outside because I know people are scared of snakes. And if you come over, I will show you my snakes, but I'm not fixing to take them outside because somebody's going to freak out and mm-hmm. apparently like this idiot, then you're going to, it's negative attention waiting to happen. And they don't need any more negative attention. Thomas, give us some more information because we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We I don't know what this is. Um, so, do you think humans can make a a snake any like? Can we can we really affect anything about like? Can we really affect the feeding response of a snake? Can we really affect? Is there anything we can really do, or is a snake just gonna do what it wants? I, I think behavior wise, you can. I don't want to say tame, but you can not so they won't be so aggressive. But that's about it. Any other how they are, a snake is a snake. So I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna change anything. Can you change the feeding response of the snake? I hope it's good. (laughs) But if it's bad, can you make it good? But how what what is a bad feeding response? So one that for, doesn't eat, I mean, that's a bad well. feeling. <laughs> I hope to change that, you know. There's but other a, than that, I mean, there's you, some very gentle snakes. Yeah, is that, I mean, is that what you're looking for? Like, yeah. I, to, to be able to hand feed a snake? Is that because that's, that's just, not necessary? There's yeah. some but, dickheads that eat bad and some dickheads that eat really good. And it's not 100%, most dickheads eat really good. But I mean, for corn snakes, if I have one that's shitty at feeding, I'll feed it more frequently so it'll get more of a feeding response across the board and i feel that that helps that may be just me mentally but i mean for my palmetto that shit ate like once every two weeks and then once i got them eating you know i started giving them every three to four days and then eventually after like a couple months i backed off and now he eats every time i put stuff in there so so you did have an effect on its feeding. Uh, maybe, or maybe he just got a little bit older and was like, I like this pinky stuff. I got hungry. <laughs> I mean, I just, just not eat for a while. I think your stomach's going to be like, fuck, <laughs> eat something. Yeah, who's to say? I mean, 
William, William uh, said, if I get a snake, I'll be a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, I mean, in your there, dreams. There's some people out there who probably think that. But. So, okay, the guy who got two citations for not having a snake on a leash, he had them at a park. Again, that just sounds that, that crazy. to me is just, it's negative attention. Like, why would you take your snakes out there? Because you're looking for a reaction of people. people if you're mm-hmm. if you're going out to a public place you know you see these pictures like new orleans and shit where people just walk around with their retakes and stuff for what to scare people really you know you know people are scared of snakes you know people have irrational reactions it's not just like ooh i don't like that people spaz the fuck out when they see a snake and they're scared and they don't even know why they're scared most people i've seen that are scared of snakes have never had an interaction with a snake and then the ones that have are always some backwoods redneck that tells you some bullshit story about how some fucking cottonmouth chased him okay. down the fucking That's street. That's not all. I was you know. scared of snakes before I started dating him. Don't put it but all why? on rednecks. But like why? it's a lot because it is unknown. Like I will always say, Americans. I mean, I think that's human human intuition in general is the unknown. unknown. It's someone somewhere taught you snakes were bad. No. People in the no, city no, no, don't no, like no, dogs. No, 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 no. No one ever taught me it was unknown because no one ever had one. No, I mean, no one so ever taught me it was person? bad. It was that, and I oh, honestly over like bugs and shit. I always is a person that's like I'm gonna be less scared of snakes than bugs. Bugs, it's 100% like not going to happen, never going to be in the room. If I see a roach, I'm crying, I'm screaming, it's done. Snakes, I was like, okay. Probably shouldn't I tell can, me that. I, I mean, NARBC, uh, I see roaches just going to land on her. He doesn't like it either. Like, no, 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 no. If you throw a roach on me, you're, on me, you're dead. Like, n- because my response is going to be, I'm going to scratch your eyes out. <laughs> because I'm not scared. But sna- I was always the person who was like, okay, snakes... For some reason, they scare me a little bit less, but they still scare me because of the unknown. It no one ever taught me they were bad because no one ever had them. No one is that you know it it wasn't a thing growing up because no one ever had we did it wasn't a thing that was ever discussed because <coughs> no one ever had them. But it was it was completely the I don't know what they can do, and so I'm gonna be a little I bit. I think scared. that's a natural instinct. Yeah, but yeah. I that's just what I'm I, that's there's so many people that instinct. are just naturally. There's so many people that are just scared of snakes, and it's like, like my mom. My mom is deathly scared of snakes, and I've asked her, like, where did you ever have a run-in with a snake that caused you to be so scared of snakes? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, see, that's what I don't understand. How do you get that scared of something that you've never really encountered? I mean, somewhere, some like I used to work at a pet store, and I remember one day I had a boa out, and it's it was five foot boa. All the kids come up, and the first thing the kids want to do is touch the snake. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm holding the head because I don't need no problems, and let the kids touch the snake, and I'm talking about it. Right. My mom comes around the corner and freaks the fuck (laughs) out. And I mean, she freaks out. She's instantly like, oh, my God, no, no, don't touch it. And I'm like, don't do that. She's like, well, I'm scared of snakes. Why the fuck are you freaking out with your kid touching the snake if you're scared of snakes? And instantly, what did the kid do? The kid got scared mm-hmm. and backed up, was like, oh, my God, this is going to hurt me. And I'm like, this is what we're talking about. Don't fucking do that. And I, I mean, I did. I was like, don't fucking do that. I, <laughs> you did I not just kinda, say that, I did. I, <laughs> Hey, <Evan>. Zero filter. <laughs> you, you zero filter. I have a couple friends. If they were in here right now, they would tell you, this dude is legit. He's at pet stores that I've worked at. I've cussed customers the fuck out because I have a patience level of not existent. And so I come in here, you get dumbass people, and it instantly just, I, ooh, I don't handle stupidity well. 
and I would flip out on these people. And I mean, that's just, you know, it's bad for business, but you know, it is what it is. I haven't found a good way to reiterate the fact to people that snakes aren't dangerous. I, it's hard. Like for me, I just keep my mouth shut because I don't really like the confrontation of it. <coughs> but like, it never happened anywhere else I lived. But now that I live here, there's more snakes here. So like more people don't like snakes. And, and I've like, also, I, I think a general fear of snakes was created because of the Bible. I've always Wait, said that. Someone just brought that up. Joel Osteen. He said, Thomas said, if you're religious, I believe it comes from the serpent that tempted Adam and I, Eve. I 100% agree with that because so many people are religious and then they all have this natural fear of it was this serpent and the, and the devil. You, you actually take the snake and make it the devil. And so now they're like, snakes are the devil. That's, that's bad. That's fear. That's everything you think about. And it makes sense that that's, that's that natural fear. It's still learned behavior. It's not yeah. natural. It's something you heard from somebody else, and it scares the shit out of you. If they'd used a fucking cat, have you ever looked at a fucking cat in cats the face? Are scary. Those fucking eyes. Cats are scary. Those I fuckers are cats. piercing your fucking soul. They are That's scary. That's what they should have used to tip Eve because that motherfucker's scary. Cats as shit. are more scary than snakes and if you look like, at them in yeah, the face. They're just they look like they're plotting your demise. Like go to sleep, yes. motherfucker. You know, cats are just ugh. But. I mean, I, I agree 100% that the Bible helped push that negative image on snakes because that's where most of your first contact, I guess I would say, that's where your most of your first anything about snakes comes from is when you're growing up as a little kid, you hear about the Bible and how this snake, this serpent tempted Eve. And so instantly you're like, oh, that's bad. And so then when you go somewhere, you now have a fear of what that's you associate bad. as bad. You know, sharks. Look what fucking Jaws did. Nobody really gave a shit about sharks yeah, until Jaws happened. came out. Then Jaws came out, and everybody was like, what the fuck? I'm not swimming in the ocean. Hell no. Y'all see the size of that shark? That ain't even a real fucking... It's a fucking puppet. You know what I'm saying? And y'all are looking at that shit like it's real. Most of those sharks don't do anything. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like you have this fear of a snake killing you, and they kill even venomous snakes. You have more of a chance of going out in that car and going to work and dying than of a snake killing you. You have more of a chance of a horse killing you. You have a more of a chance of your dog killing you. Cows, bees, just about everything under the fucking sun then will kill snakes. you before a snake will. But for some reason, snakes are what's so fucking scary and so... But fear is real. Think about... Dude, but not so to not to reinvigorate a stereotype, but unfortunately, my people are afraid of dogs. Are What's afraid of dogs. Black folks? Yeah. I'm half black. Yeah, and I know so some of y'all are probably like, afraid of dogs. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately no, we are scared of dogs. And I know you just Hold said on. like, no, I think because more here's urban what I'm, black people you know, are afraid of dogs. Urban, you know why? And it's not that they're scared of dogs. I think they're more scared because I, I kind of feel like a lot of people are scared of the police. And what do the <laughs> police, police do? You ever watch them use them goddamn dogs on people? But I think I'd be scared I, of I see all dogs. dogs too. I see all dogs. They're scared of. They're all but, dogs. Yeah, scared. I mean, and it just shows you how fear and irrational. And okay, I'm sorry. Again, my people are afraid of swimming pools. Totally irrational. But it shows you like how it show. But a majority <laughs> of our right a majority of our people are afraid of it, and shows you how an irrational fear, if it is systemic and if it is constant, it can be more powerful <clears throat> than anything else. But it's also learned. It's like okay, if your mom was scared of water, culture threat, and then you're you're born, 
what do you think? She's scared of water, so why are you going to go to the water? Why is she? She's going to teach. Oh no, I'm scared. I'm your scared. Grandma so now you're scared. Your right. And just keeps being taught. It's, it's totally and then systemic. You get some people it's that are totally. just like, I'm gonna just go swimming. Like fuck it. It's fucking it's, swimming. It just, you know. It's fear but I think can that's be the even most powerful thing. Then I think people naturally don't like snakes just because they needed to survive back in the day. Because snakes were inherently dangerous as with True. everything else. But you see a monkey and you're like, that's kind of like a human. You're not as afraid of that, but. That show will rip your face off and then eat you asshole first. Like, they don't give a fuck. So it's like, people also don't like what's different than them. It's, which is part of the unknown. What's different is unknown. Yeah. We need to get on to different subjects. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we started talking about monkeys eating ass. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that conversation was fixing to go. But I'm it's sure. It's about fear and all of that. Um. What, what do you think is the most feared? Well, no, I think I already know the answer to that. The most feared snake. Do you think it's a rattlesnake? I think it's just a snake in general. Just I, I think so many snake. people are just so mis or uneducated about snakes. They you see this copperhead and it's a rat snake. You know this this water moccasin and it's a water snake. You know they they don't know. To them, all snakes are 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 the same. poisonous. You know, they don't, they or don't know the difference. Or any snake with an arrow-shaped head, which is like every snake can be an arrow-shaped head. Or the pupils, you, you, you can tell by the eyes. And it's just like all this crazy information it's out there. It's just not. You know, you can't even go by the, the whole yellow and black thing with, with coral snakes because some there's some aberrant stuff out there that just doesn't... doesn't it doesn't the mold. The mold, yeah. Shit. And you get some crazy coral snake that just didn't come out like the rest of them, and it looks like a milk snake. You know, so you reach down, pick it up, and now you're getting... Or whatever. Black touches yellow in Central America could mean one or another. There's different species out there that may work for, you know, some species here in the states, but it doesn't really work for a lot of the other ones. Um. So someone said, "I used to believe snakes were the devil till Brian from Snake Bites or Animal Bites showed me how beautiful they are. I've got a corn snake and I'm getting a boa this year." I think, all right, I'm going to say something weird. Brian's kind of like a Petco to where everyone, that may be their first experience. So Petco, you're like, yeah, you may have fucked up the first time, but it's like <coughs> buy your next leopard gecko somewhere else and from a good breeder. It may be your introduction of stuff, but you move on and go on to bigger things. So I agree Petco, does a, Petco and PetSmart does a good job of letting the public see, hey, this is a snake. You may be interested in snakes, leopard geckos, all that stuff. But then they go on and do more research. Brian may be that introductory human being to where you may go on and start getting into snakes. And that's how I felt. When we first started dating, you showed me Brian. I was like, oh my God, I love him. Like, he's awesome. Like, I didn't know anything about snakes. He brought me in. I was like, he's educating me so much, so much, so much. Yeah. Now, it's been almost a year, and I'm like, I'm well, over it's like, Brian. It's, it's a different level. But it, it's like, I'm pa- I feel like education. I'm past Brian. And not saying that Brian doesn't serve a purpose, as many issues as people people have with brian <laughs> i think he serves a purpose whether that be positive or negative to some people i think he serves a purpose but i agree with you that at some point it's important that the public acknowledges that there are people past brian that there are people that aren't wholesalers that don't have a million bajillion snakes and that can give you that's the real even, shit that's not even the issue i mean there's people that have millions of snakes that are good people yeah. and and aren't asking for naked pictures of people and shit oh, like that oh, i mean that's, okay. hey, that's it's true and it is what it is but 
there's people out there that, you know, they take advantage of, of who they are. And it's almost like, I think he's where he is because the technology we use. Your phone yeah. is a computer. People are on the computers and that's all you see. And so you look at YouTube, you type in snake stuff, that's what pops up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is you see so much stuff because I remember when I first saw it, I thought, oh, cool, you know, a thing all about snakes because I love snakes. This is all about snakes. Fuck yeah. Then I seen people getting bit on purpose, people letting green tree pythons bite them in the face and, you know, just the dumb shit. And then not to even mention all the other the shit afterwards, you know, the, the dirty cages, the, the all the, the sick animals, the mites, all that kind of shit. It was just all the other, the stress in the snakes. There's videos now where he's hooking up with other people on Instagram and they're going out there and they're scaring people with animals. I so against all that. Why would you take a snake and just perpetrate that fear that's Stress already there? Stress it on purpose. And, and then you're stressing the animal on top of it. As somebody, you know, he posted something about Steve Irwin being his fucking hero. Walk then, then walk that line and do like that man did because right now he wouldn't be no fan of Brian Barchek. But it, it, but if Barchek starts tailing a brown snake in the middle of Australia, people would be like, fuck this guy, too. Man, look, don't even get me started on that fucking but Steve crap Irwin show gets... fucking Venom Hunters because they were trying to, it's like they were making it cool and they were selling bullshit. They're telling people that oh, you go out, you catch these fucking venomous snakes, we milk them at this facility and we get paid a lot of money. Well, a lot of motherfuckers were doing dumb shit like, what, we can get money from this? And they're going to go out and do that shit. You weren't even a legit Venom handler, and you damn sure didn't have no company that you're selling the Venom to. So you're perpetrating oh, shit for views. And for, yeah. yeah, and that's dangerous to play with. If, if he's your hero, do like him and, and, you know, wildlife conservation. and Quit stressing your fucking animals and change your whole getup. You know, fix the shit that you broke. Be what you say you are and stand up because his name in the community, a lot of people that don't know anybody else know who Brian Barcheck is just mm-hmm. because of his status through YouTube or whatever. And that's why I think the Use positive that. of him is with, that he brings people and in. That, that, yeah. I mean, that's about where it stops. So with the platform he had with Venom Hunters, you could have reached so many more people on a very positive level and you sold out. But he's kind of not that herper icon. Like he doesn't go out and herp for shit ever at all. So I think like in order to be that icon, you have to love being in the wild and finding snakes <coughs> and being... I, 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 I wouldn't say that because I know I know there's a lot of these big breeders out here that we all know, whether it's chondros or stuff. Some of those guys get out and about and have been to Australia and out in the wilderness. No, that's some what I'm of, saying. Some of them have this. it. And some of them have it. And that's not their thing. They don't go outside and all that bullshit, but they are still some of the best breeders there are. It's just everybody's different. But I just think you got to not do it for ratings, for money, for an image. You know, do it because of your passion for the fucking animals. You know, I love this snake, so I'm going to take care of this snake. I'm not going to put fidget spinners on his fucking head. I'm not going to kiss it and let it bite me in the face for your entertainment while I'm pulling away and pulling his fucking teeth out of his mouth. I'm not going to take a snake and stress it out by scaring somebody and keeping them scared of something they shouldn't be scared of. You should be out there teaching people that there's nothing to fear as long as you respect this animal and understand what this animal is capable of, but taking care of it and learning its ways, not scaring people with them. And that shit is just beyond me that you do that dumb shit with your status and who you are. I, I, other than that, I don't, you know, I'm not going to rag on the dude. He's He is who he is, but fuck well, it. Thomas, <laughs> on a different note, Thomas said, I would love the chance to hold and get to know a green anaconda. What do y'all think about that? I, I like I like greenies. I mean, I, the I think now, 
they're not like they used to be where if you dealt with them, they were a lot like retics. Like it was instantaneous bites. You're getting bit. My two worst bites from any snake ever have both been green and that kind of bites. And I, I bled like a stuff. Are those pig. juveniles or uh five foot um, juvenile. I mean five foot, they're still yeah. pretty much juvenile. Yearling. You know, yearling, year and a half, but that shit it hurts and you bleed and you swell up and they've got bacteria in their mouths. I mean, you it I won't say it feels like a venomous bite, because I can't compare it. I've never been bit, but it wasn't They probably don't know. have small teeth. Plus like I just always wondered why it was okay to keep them in tubs. When in the wild, whenever you see them, they're in rivers, like, chilling there, waiting for prey. So I always wonder <coughs> why the captive care, they go where they do as far as they pretty much keep them, like, retakes, say, a decent-sized tub for water and then newspaper print. It's, it's, it, to me, it's like any snake. I mean, you, you hear people all the time talking about chondros, and babies shouldn't be put in large enclosures because they'll stress, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in my head, like, well, they're born in the fucking wild where it's all (laughs) fucking open. I just feel like if the cage doesn't fucking matter as long as you have enough shit for it to hide and feel secure. You can put it in the biggest fucking cage as possible. I had a 24 by 18 XO that I modified. And this is a few years back when I had gotten a chondro. And as a baby, like a Neo, it was probably a couple months old. I put it in that, and it was pretty much a bio setup. Live plants everywhere, and it could hide. I never had any problems with that snake. So I, I just feel like people saying, "Oh, oh, thank you." People saying that, "Oh, it's you know too big of a cage." Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't know. I think if you properly set the cage up, you're not gonna have any problem. It all comes back with you as a keeper not setting up your shit properly. Yeah, that's I just mean, my. I don't know. Same with, I mean, but ball pythons can never really be kept in a big enclosure because you're not going to make a termite mound. I mean, they're going to be small. Pretty It'd much be pretty time, badass, but, but you just would never see them. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You could do something like that, like a zoo set up, have this big elaborate but set up. Trees, but you could definitely. I don't see the need in doing something like that with something that just hides all the time. What's the right. fun in that? You're setting something up like that so you can see it. I think, you know, a lot of... A lot of your big snakes like that, they sit out. And I think an anaconda, if you did the right big setup, would be pretty badass. Chondros, they, they're out, you know. Emerald emerald tree boas, they're out. You know, a lot of these snakes are out. Some of them, you know, your ball pythons, king snakes, a lot of that shit that likes to hide, why would you do a big elaborate setup for something that's just going to hide all the time is kind of beyond me. But yeah. I don't know. Um, someone asked, does anyone keep boas on the stream? If so, is a five or six foot uh, vivarium big enough for a female common boa? I don't, but yes. For sure. <laughs> That's I, your opinion. I, like a fish tank? Or you mean like a PVC cage? I mean, what kind of cage are we talking about? I mean, I don't think any snake really needs to be a fish tank. but Yeah, I mean, it's a fish tank. Fish you know, for fish. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Stuff. I just... I don't really keep boas, so I don't want to speak yeah. on boas because I don't, as far as like upkeep, if you're doing a natural setup, I don't, I don't really know. I would, they would definitely be a species that would tear shit up, I would imagine. I know they're, got some sturdy branches. I know, yeah, I was going to say, I know they're semi-arboreal, your humidity, yeah. they're going to be treated a lot like, you know, your emeralds and stuff, but I, I don't know too much about boas. Why don't either of you keep boas? I'm, like, I'm a python fan. You just it's just different. Pythons? Also, there's, I mean, I IBD that's in boas. So what, if you keep oh, pythons, is, what is IBD? So inclusion body disease, it doesn't really affect boas that much. 
But if you keep pythons, they can pass it to the pythons. Lethal in pythons. Mm. It can be lethal in boas, I believe, at the end of the day. But pythons, it will affect them much more, and they can get really sick, and they'll it's lethal. There's nothing you can do about it. So um, there's problems with that as far as mixing your collection. But um, She said, a proper vibarium wooden on all sides except for front glass paint, plant, bleh, panel for a boa. I think it just comes down to your temps and your humidity and keeping everything, you know, you got to, if, if you're using a wooden cage and you, you're housing a high humidity animal where that requires, you know, pretty much more humidity than like a king snake, you got to take that into mind because your wood is going to rot, you know, get kind of moldy, stuff like that. But I mean, for a while, I guess it'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not permanent life cage, but. I, I think you could set any type of enclosure up for anything as long as, you know, some are just going to work with you a lot more than others. So if you have a ball python in an enclosure like that, it's going to be harder to keep the humidity in. You're going to have to work a lot harder to keep it in there than a tub. But, I mean, that's on you. I mean, you can do all the extra work to try to keep that humidity up there. Um, William would like you to rap about snakes. Um, William, William. William, I, I mean, Ice Cube's it's, good and all, but he's you, not really a freak. He might look like Ice Cube. Joe's been called Shrek after he changed into a human. I don't know Shrek. So what, that's what someone ability. called him. Either of those people, just because they look like them, doesn't yeah. mean I don't think they would make good raps about snakes. Unfortunately, no, there ain't uh, no freestyle here. They sorry. can tell you some things. Um. We talked a lot about uh, reptile shows and anything. What's the next reptile show coming up in Texas? Is uh, it NARBC? N-A- yeah, NARBC is September 23rd. 23rd, 24th. Mm-hmm. Why does Lone Star not do August and September? Do you know why? Because uh, there's so many shows. I mean, there's just so many. There's just so many. I know they've they've got one in October. Mm-hmm. They had one. And they have one in December, but they Didn't don't they have do... one last month. It's, it seems like it's like every. Three months. They don't do so. August or September or November. I, I think it's mainly because there's just so many other shows to compete with. Like, why are you going to do a reptile show when there's another show going on over here? Because same exact so market, same yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you'll see the same exact breeder and grapevine as you do in Arlington because yep. they're only fucking twenty five minutes apart. Like, but NARBC is coming up, and that's going to be a good time. Can't wait. Why do you think in like the European countries there's fewer shows? Um, there's more regulation, and then also there's just less variety there because there's more laws. So it's the do you think that regulation there. is good? Like, do you think that regulation is there for a reason? Do well, you think- there's some silly ones, there's some not silly ones. So they have to keep all their. They need to keep some shows want a water bowl in there with the snake. A lot of them need three um, sides or four sides of the enclosure, and only one can be like see through. So if you have a glass display all yeah, the there's, need to be there's crazy out. laws and, yeah there's crazy laws in different places like i know in australia someone had told me you can't you can't hybrid you can't breed like a green tree to a carpet we need you to can't make carpondros like there's so much <laughs> shit that you can't do i personally if it's captive it really doesn't my whole thing about hybrids is to each their own you're not paying that person's rent so you shouldn't tell them shit about what they want to make but you should have a plan what to do with these hybrids. I don't see ball python, carpet pythons, or ball python, Burmese pythons selling that well. Anything with nah, a ball python, no and I don't see that shit selling like that. 
Carpondros sell. And Carpondros are pretty badass. And when you think about it, those are same, pretty much in the same family. I know it's a hybrid, but it's still same wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Same continent. You're, you're, yeah, about. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> when you're taking something from Africa and putting it with something from Asia or, you know, something from Australia, you're getting a, an animal that lives its life a certain way and eats certain things to another animal that lives a certain way and eats certain things, both at different kinds of tents. And they probably definitely won't produce. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's many hybrids outside of genus that will produce. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm not against them. I just think you need to have a plan. I just need to know, but it's hard if you have a carpet to coastal like or jungle to coastal. Like, why would you do that? It's impossible to tell if it's going to be pure jungle or pure coastal, and like. There's just no desirable. Well, like I, I, I think that. that all, like a lot of that came from the whole let's get the jags, you know, and then you left with all these siblings, and so that's what they would do. Yeah, jags. You know, but there's a lot of people, and I've listened to NPR where they actually say that you know jungles and coastals are the same, and I just like, oh no, don't say that. But it, I mean, it, it, it pretty much is, but at the same time, you know, yeah. once just it's just a locale specific. Coastal, basically. Some people but. decided that we split things. Some people like to put things together. But if I look at a brettle, I mean, it's not going to be the same as a jungle. But to me, the same thing with coastal. That's not. And the I, same, I mean, personally, it's like it's like chondros. I don't even think like we still call them chondros, Con- and they're not chondros. They're yeah. they're Morelia, but we're all we will we're always call them chondros. And, and they time, should but. they should they should I feel like they should be their own. You know their own thing. I don't think they, they they don't look like they have a similar head shape, but how different is a fucking green tree from yeah. your all your other carpets? It's crazy. So I don't know, but like I said, if you want to make hybrids, make them. Just have a plan. You know, certain things sell well, certain things don't, and then it's it's people not advertising what you're selling. And, and I th- think that's a bigger issue when you look at your your sibling carpets and stuff like that. Your your diamond crosses where someone might want a pure diamond and there's a lot of 88% that look pure. That's when it's an issue. And that's not even hybrids. But you can't, like a Carpondro is pretty much worth more than an import green tree, pure. So why would you sell it as a pure, you know? And you can pretty mm-hmm. much tell the difference when you see them. You a lot of sell them, it as what you it can is. Tell. You know, a lot of them, and then people are like, I'm so worried they're going to misrepresent. Why would you misrepresent a, a Carpondro, you know, as something it's not? But yeah, because that's just as desirable. But yeah. also, like, people are just, the people who care about how pure stuff is are going to get pure stuff because we're going to go to the people who have pure stuff. So that's kind of why, like, I don't care that much who does it. Like, I care personally. But I'm gonna go to someone who has pure shit. Exactly, and if I if I, I I feel like it becomes a problem in the hobby if you're just buying from random folks. If I want yeah. green trees, I'm going to Ian. I'm going to Bill. I'm going to Gary. I'm going to uh, fucking Buddy. I'm going to you know all these guys that breed fucking badass green trees. That's where I would go. I'm not going over here to to Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah. You know who's just gonna send me something that I don't know shit about it. You know I want guys. You know. The animal I want is a big part of it, but it's also that customer service. You know, these mm-hmm. guys that take time out of their days to talk to you. Some of these guys, you know, you talk about Nick Mutton and Harlan Wall. You know, I've never, I, I texted Nick 
And I mean, we texted for like an hour. And people, I've heard all the stories about, you get on the phone with Nick, you're on the phone, like, he likes to talk. I actually talked to Harlan Wall, and I swear I got maybe three sentences in in an hour, and he just talked. Now, I soaked it all up, and I'm listening to everything you're saying, but it's just, the dude just talked. I did talk, the same with these guys. Bissett, which yeah, like they just talk. And it's like, and I, I love it, too, because they start talking, and you just learn so much. And, and it's like, like you're just yeah. listening, and it's like, yeah. It's almost like just listening to, like, NPR or uh, GTP Keeper. It's the same kind of shit, like, but they're talking to you. You're just listening, and they're just going. I'm loving it. It's like this is badass, but I don't. I'd rather deal with being on the phone with someone for three hours and barely getting a word in, than dealing with somebody who just doesn't want to talk to me and help me out. And there's so many people who are just like begging to give you information. Yeah. Like there's so many people Shit's who don't give a fuck. Once you get an ear that gives a fuck, they'll like tell you everything and. That shit's fun. I like talking to people. I so just don't like the the jag sib thing. I mean, it's a co dominant gene that is obviously a jag sib is just a 50 50 close to jungle. Okay. Thomas said, Carpet Cartel, how often do you take your snakes to the vet? If I see an issue, I don't, so you, there's uh, no I, yeah, I don't, routine. I don't, yeah, I don't have a regular routine where it's like, oh, wait, here's a six months, six, so, fuck, a six Evan, month, have you been drinking? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Uh, but I don't, you know, it's it's different than I guess I would say a dog. I know some people are different. They probably take their animals in constantly. I say like that. that's pretty. But rare. I don't, I don't do that. You know, I, if I see an issue and something pops up that I feel is vet oriented, I'm gonna take it to the vet. Most of the time, like if I, I knock on wood, haven't dealt with a prolapse. But if I do, it's like from everything I've already seen, I kind of basically know what to do. But I'm still gonna reach out. To, to Ian, to Bill and Gary and all these guys will be like, hey man, I just got a pro collapse. I'm making sure I'm doing this right. Anything y'all suggest doing. And if it's bad enough and they tell me, I'm going to take pictures, send it to them. And if it's that bad and they're like, take it to a vet, I'm taking it to a vet. Yeah. But most of the time with something like that, I'm going to reach out to the community first. If there's something going on and I don't know what the fuck that is, I'm going to the vet. There are only so many vets that can handle your problems. There's only so many vets that give a shit about snakes. They may be certified for exotics, but they oh. they dip their toe in snakes. But they yeah. don't know they're they're okay for Thank a ball God, python. Man. But holy Bill fuck. Bill put me on to one in Mansfield, the vet out there, and he actually owns green trees, and so he knows about green trees. So I'm lucky to found a vet that actually owns and works with green trees. So green trees, so he knows what's up. Some people aren't that lucky. It's I like trusting veterinarians, but there's only maybe they went to college twenty years ago and they don't. Maybe that's just not their thing. Is snakes, but they're certified to do it. I don't know. Just fucking. If you find a good vet, stick with it. But all the most of the times I've gone to the vet is we throw antibiotics at shit and hope it works. If it doesn't, whatever. If it does, that's amazing. Most of the times it doesn't work. So it's like that's been my experience that 75% of the time I'm given random antibiotics and the snake dies at the end of the day. So take that with a grain of salt. I mean there's only so much diagnosing they and, can do. And I think a lot of it too is snakes aren't people. They're not dogs. So there's yeah. not that that I'm sick, I don't feel good immediately when it happens. Snakes can be sick and have issues and you not know for a long period of time and then – by the time something exposes itself and you actually see it, sometimes it's too late and you're, you're it's already past the point of help. But shit, you just noticed it, and, and I can see that as a good rule to always take your snakes in. But 
I, I just, you know, unless there's, there's only an so issue, much preventative yeah. stuff you can do. I mean, like, stuff always services as an RI. For whatever reason, snakes, the only thing you, you're like, oh shit, my snake has an RI. What does that mean? Fucking a myriad of things. It could mean anything. I don't think anyone really knows anyone has a real good beat on anything. Um, a while ago, it kind of got lost. I think William asked, why can you not keep anacondas in cages? I don't know if y'all answered that or not. You keep you got cages. Okay. He asked that. Um, and, uh, oh, Thomas said, what is the most gorgeous snake you guys have seen this year? Um, I'll shout out a friend. There you go. Wait, You're is it the one I was about to say? Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, I mean... I love so many, but recently we saw, what is it, Python's Gone Postal? Yeah. Uh, Python's Gone Postal, he's in New York, he produced the- He's in New the, Jersey. Oh, excuse me. New York, New Jersey, so different. Um, he produced the first banana freeway ball python. It's a fucking and I mean, like, snake. Since dating Joe, he has made me, like, not like ball pythons as much, but this ball python, like he said, is pink and beautiful. Like, you're never gonna see a ball python this pink like this. So go check on, go check out Ball Python's Postal. Python's Excuse gone me, postal. Python's Gone Postal, Banana Freeway, first Worst ever. It is. Excuse me, Paul. <laughs> I said it already earlier. But yeah, that's well, a fucking it's, sick it's, snake. It's so bright and pink, and then it has these yellow stripes that, like, that snake is just awesome. Awesome. Wow. <clears throat> I personally, it, of course, it's chondros, you know, and I, I've seen some stuff. Sickness is always going to be up there. I mean, and I've, I've seen sickness from the time he was out the egg to now. That snake is fucking phenomenal. I love that snake. Uh, I'd also say uh, Mosaic is pretty badass. There's one named Halloween. Is that, that the green tree? Yeah, these are all green trees. Halloween. Uh, man, there's some badass. And I've, I've seen, I don't know if, I, he's not on Facebook, but I keep seeing pictures of his shit pop up. And his name is Rich Culver, and he's in Alaska. This dude has some badass fucking blue fucking green trees. And when I say blue, I mean, they're like the red babies that go directly to blue, like just badass the shit. electricity bill. I mean, oh million my dollars a month. These things are just phenomenal. And I mean, the green trees are That's just getting crazy. better and better and better. And you're seeing, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to the blue stuff. I love the blue stuff. And if it's green with a lot of blue on it, I'm like, oh, that's badass. I don't, I'm not a fan of the dark green, you know what I'm saying? I like that, that light lime green with that electric blue on it it just yeah i love that shit the more blue the better and also love white line animal those yeah the, the calico and, and all that kind of shit there's some yeah. badass shit out there i mean i i can't say specifically any one animal but just <laughs> fucking green trees just do it for me man they're just they're they so satisfy badass. every need and it's, it's it's i feel so lucky because all of a sudden in texas you know, there's a shit ton of chondro people in Texas. Like, there's a ton of us. And I didn't realize so many people were into chondros until Carpet Fast at Bills. And, you know, we're checking out his collection. And you got, you know, Matt, I mean, Matt Morris, uh, Ken Deal. I might fuck your name up, bro. Ken Deal. Uh, who else? I mean, Bill. There's so many fucking people 
in the state of Texas that are working with Congress. Tony at was a selective scale. Tony Tony's got some nice stuff and his his Carpondros. He's he's got he's picked up quite a few he of them here recently. Uh, Mark Hager's another one. Like all yeah. these guys Mark, are Mark, Brand, Brandon Sandler. Everybody's every, uh, Sandler. Everybody's picking up badass green trees, and I'm seeing more. And there's there's a Facebook group, the Texas Conjuro Keepers, and it's just so many badass snakes in there. And they're just getting better and better and better. And now people are starting to figure out how to breed them and that kind of shit. And I can't wait. I, I think can't it can wait. all, like, like one good guy, like Bill, it can emanate out to, like, a bunch of people locally. So I've seen, like, there's a big ball python breeder up here. So, like, say, you know, there's a big ball, py- ball python breeder in fucking Michigan with a ponytail, then there might be a big scene around there or, like, in the Midwest. And then Florida, there's a big scene, but it, like, can depend on who's around there and who's into what. I mean, I find there's a lot more colubrid breeders down here than there are in New York because New York, there's no native colubrids. I feel like a lot of people here are into, like, captive uh, breeding fucking gray bands and stuff that they collect in the wild. There's a lot more <laughs> Yo, that's another one. Fucking gray bands. <laughs> Alterna are the fucking shit. Dude, Whoa, I've been looking sorry, at a lot the of chat, fucking... The chat is getting very intense. Um, Lilypad says her snake bleeds a little when it sheds. And then someone else kind of said that Lilypad didn't have snakes at all. And Lilypad came back and said... It lives in the box next to your condoms. So I don't Lily even know Pat, what that means. I don't Lily Pat is going for blood, but um Lily Pat asks, is that normal when your snake bleeds a little bit when that when it sheds? I've heard of it happening, not to me. I mean, I haven't had it happen, but it, it could be a number of things. It could just you know, I don't I mean, I don't know. If, it's if a it's, snake, is it? Yeah, if it's having issues like that, I that's probably something if it's a lot of blood, like something to be worried about. I, to the vet, you know, if it's an adult female, it could be a seasonal thing, you know, that it's that time of year that it's ready to breed. Because I'm some of that times, I guess it happens. I don't that. I, I have know. no idea. Lily Pad, I mean, give us some more info. What type of snake? When during the year does that happen? Um, and someone else has asked another question. Uh, Ben Siegel posted a photo of an albino black racer baby. Did y'all see that? I I I love racers and coach whips and stuff. I think they're really, really cool. Um, He also had an albino blue tongue, which is pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're out there, man. All those morphs are out there in some way or another, just if we found them or not. Um, Lily Bad said it's literally just a drop, and he's a six-month-old ball python. I wouldn't worry about yeah, that. I probably wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Unless there's an open. I mean, if if you there. feel like it's if if it's something that you honestly feel like is an issue, that and we are not the ball python people. There's plenty of ball python people out there, and we're not them. But it doesn't sound like an issue. I've never had a problem with that. I mean, I you mean, used to right. Pythons, you used but... to keep ball pythons. Never really had that happen, but but if it's just the drop, you wanna never unless there's an open cut or something like that, then you always need to worry about shit like that. Ball python butt cut. <laughs> okay, <laughs> people are sliding into DMs on the chat. Ooh. Like it's getting very interesting. I want to talk about gray bands though. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Let's, let's talk about, about some alternative. Wait, wait, hold on. He That's what said, I'm talking about. Uh, 
MMD buddy said during a shed, my corn snake lost a few scales. He decided to fix her humidity and make her scale. Wait, what? And that doesn't make sure any. her scales did not get lost. Shed after she didn't lose any. I think maybe it was the humidity. You mean I, you left some shed on? I've her? seen certain snakes when it's it's almost like a rub, like when they shed, it's like their their scales actually come off. And I I think it you know I've rarely had that happen. I've seen that in like Burmese pythons, really more than anything, to where they'll shed and then you see like pieces of the scales missing. Where they actually shed I've off the scales. I've never scale, seen that before. I, I don't know what would cause it. I you know. Again, I've definitely never that's... seen it in a corn snake. They pretty much always shed just fine. But but yeah, I, I find a lot of people here in Texas more than anywhere else keep like gray bands. And... Well, gray bands especially because they're they're here. You know, yeah. you go to you go to Southwest Texas, West Texas, and I think into New Mexico, you're you're finding gray bands. Those are some badass little king snakes. The the fucking grays. I've always been a fan of the Blair phase. That that those orange saddles and that gray body. But um, lately, man, more and more, I'm liking just the the gray and the black. And I mean, a lot of it is locale specific to the certain area they're found in. So certain area rock different rock cuts produce certain looking animals for the most part. And they're, people I mean, get down to the GPS. Oh yeah, like they're they're literally found on this highway in this rock cut, or they're west of this on this rock cut, or actual like you know there's there's a busy cut, which is the name of an actual cut of rock. They call it busy cut. There's actually busy cut alternative, and I mean that's that's badass. And I mean some people just buy them and throw them together, and cool whatever. But some people get into these. You know, the pairings. I want to pair my 277 with a 277. I want to pair my black gap with a black gap. You know, and that shit is cool. And they produce certain, a certain look to them. And I think that's shit I fucking love. And now I think, there's, I think there's leucistics out there. Yeah. Uh, Stu, Stu, I was going to say, Stu had, had some leucistics. And uh, I think he had a ghost and a, a hypo. I want well, to say. The, the leucistic, it's... It's recessive, but the codominant looks hypo. So I think it's really just a codominant with the superforms leucistics, but the the codom looks very hypo-ish stuff like that. Like you can tell which one's he- which one's not. So I think it's really just a codominant. I fucking love some alternative. That's that's something else I can't wait to get into because man, they are just so cool and they're just they're not big snakes. They're not super expensive. You know, chondros can get a little pricey. They're not really big, but they get pricey. I mean, you're looking at some badass snakes, and you're spending anywhere from two grand to six grand and then on something. My thing is, you don't know what you're getting, and you don't. If you buy it as a baby, you don't. You know, yeah. it could turn this badass blue line and two blue parents, and you buy it for three thirty five hundred dollars, go home, and in six months the bitch turns green. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the shit happens. And but with with these guys, the Alterna, you know, they're they're not super expensive. The, the biggest issue I've seen is babies, you know, trying to get them off of that, that lizard because they're predominantly lizard eaters. And so trying to switch them from lizards to pinks. But, oh, that's badass, man. I can't wait to get some alternative. Um, different subject. Someone said, my corn snake is one year old and it's three and a half feet. Is that a huge fucking corn for that age or just normal? That fuck wasn't necessary, right? Sorry, I read it to come exactly how it came. Fuck. Is that normal? Is that normal or big? 
for a uh, one year old I would say and a half that, feet. That's pretty big. I mean, that's pretty much adult size. Three and a half to five How feet. How often are you feeding these animals? Yeah, I mean, that really is just looking at general body shape. I mean, you could have a mutant that's just fucking huge and that's genetics. And that's a good <laughs> Wait, question. I'm sorry. Lily Betts and Melissa isn't hungry yet. That I was thinking about, I'm like I was like, damn, I'm hungry, and that's usually my line of how I end this is that I'm hungry because I am. But since we have a special guest, Lily Pad, I thought I wouldn't bring up the fact that I'm hungry. But Look, that's I fucking like to eat, so she starts talking about food. I'm like, what you that's fucking got in the refrigerator? Sad. Shit. That is sad that uh that that's become my thing that people know I say I'm hungry and that's how we end this. Yeah, uh, I'm always hungry. I mean, like a small mouse once a week. Once they get to that range, I mean, you might want to slow it down. It depends if you want to breed. If it's a male, you want to keep those more towards the small size. In comparison to the females, you might want to put more weight on them. But yeah, I would chill out with feeding. I mean, it also depends, like. Is it a fucking sausage? Is it? Can you see rolls when it? If it's in a coil, are there rolls throughout the whole body, or is it you know one nice, decent-looking muscular snake? I mean, it's all sight and stuff like that, so I can't say for sure. Something's going down between Lily Pad and. I don't know what's going. I don't, on. Know I don't want any part of that. I'm gonna just on. hey, y'all keep it up because I'm gonna go home and read this shit. So <laughs> keep it up. Yes, but it's Thomas. Yes. Plus, he would have to get a permit. Yes, what? you have to. It depends on where you're at because I know here in Texas, one you have to have a permit for either species you get. But I don't even think in Texas we can keep. You can't keep Texas, Texas. indigos, and your Instagram's fixing to turn off. Yeah, um, I don't even think time. we can keep indigos here in Texas. Really? But I know, or you can't keep Texas indigos, but we can keep Easterns. But you still have to have permits, and then in other places you can't. Keep, keep Easterns, Easterns you but you Texas. keep Texans. <laughs> but again, permits. Which reminds me, I need to go get my permit for my retail. Oh, Lilypad said, uh, Ice Cube, get in this and Shrek, you too. Oh, God. I love that I told you. Now Lilypad is making fun of us. But I, I mean, I put out there that that's But the yeah, if your snake's uh, fine size, then it's good. I mean, you can just. Why is there permits on indigos? What is it about them? They that? were endangered. Okay. I, I don't think And it's a, it's a native, so what you're saying is that um, they can't tell if it's captive born or wild collected, so you could go out in the wild and just pick up an indigo, and they want to keep you from doing that, so they're just going to make everything illegal because, you know, there's the chance that, I mean, there should be some way that we could track that everything's captive born and then everything's cool. So if you have a black pine snake um, and it's captive born, you should be able to send it through right, whatever, whatever, send it wherever. But for some reason, their first line of defense is to ban interstate trade, which is like you got this black pine from Pennsylvania. Like it's obviously not wild caught. Why can't you just send it to someone in Texas, right. send it to someone in got California. It out of the state, but there's right. no way. They just want to stop trade in whatever way they can because they have no way to prove it's captive born or not. So, I don't know. That's uh, the way the world works these days. Why does Australia do what it does? It's just it's the only way that they can put a cap on They everything. just block everything, and that's the way they keep it all yeah. in check. But it's been two hours. Yeah, so it's actually... Has it really? Yeah, yeah we're at two Fucking hours and right. two minutes. 
Thank you so much for coming on. It's been real. Man, I had a great this time. This was so fun. fun right? Everyone, this was fun. go follow Carpet Cartel on Instagram and Facebook. Yep, yep. Please do that. And what else we got? Uh, Port City Pythons, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Do you have anything else? Like, uh, <laughs> no. I just, <laughs> I can't wait for NARBC. Um, I don't have anything available. I do have one Bioc that is available. If anybody's interested, it's on. I'll, I think I need to post it up on Instagram, uh, and probably my Carpet Cartel page. But uh, they're they're cool ass. If you're into green trees. I'm not just going to sell to anybody. At least know what the fuck you're supposed to do with it. We need proof of enclosure. You need a fish tank with a red light bulb and a heat rock. And then you'll be good. And understand that they're emerald tree pythons. Yes. Get it right. Stop, y'all. Right, okay. We will be at, in our, all three of us, probably separately. Well, us two together. We might not all come. Sorry. We'll be at NRBC in Arlington, September 23rd. Look for all of us. Ice Cube, Shrek. Yeah. Ice Cube. I will be there all weekend. We will, will be, be there all weekend too. I'm going so. He got me a vintage badge, so I'm going to be okay. behind the table at Ivory Connection helping him we'll out. We'll probably be I'm near Ivory be Connection. Walking around and bullshitting with folks. And if you say Ice Cube, you get 0% off on a retake. So. <laughs> you call me Ice Cube, I'm probably going to slap the shit out of you in front of everybody. <laughs> But if oh, you watch the, the podcast? Fuck oh, you. If you're in the Texas area, come check us out. That's the nearest reptile show to now. Um, but our podcast will be back next Monday at 6 o'clock. Hopefully we'll have another guest. I don't know who. but what? maybe We're just making that up. Um, we didn't make any I plans. said hopefully. We'll try to fi- let's try to get someone else for next week. This worked out well, so we'll try to get... <laughs> we'll have to have Evan on a lot. <laughs> We'll try oh, yeah. to get someone next week and see how it and works. Closer too? Fuck yeah. Yeah, like we live like 10 minutes from Evan now. Yeah. Um, okay, check us out. Port City Pythons, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We never know how to end this. Thing. At Carpet Cartel. <laughs> At Carpet oh, we're going to end it because I drink enough of these Dr. Peppers. I got to piss. Oh, mm-hmm. hopped up. Oh, we've all pissed a bunch. Okay, actual gaming. Good to know. See us at <laughs> Woo! Uh, he Fuck said, Brian Barcheck. I'm said, out. He said, can you sing <laughs> All Star? I don't even know what All Star is. I think that was, was a Shrek reference. Oh, right. hey, Later, now. everyone. Okay, We're bye. stopping for okay, real. Deuces. Bye.